3: Bonjour, Matthew. Bonjour, ça va. That's it. That's all my French. That's all I got. We're, uh, we're in what appears to be my nan's living room, but we're, we're in Paris, and it's the day after the night before that we managed to spend at least six hours with Ray.
0: Yeah. Not um, all podcasting. No. Uh, I mean, so, so yeah. So this is a, this is retrospective. Um, uh, look back to, to the podcast that, that we, we did yesterday. Yeah. Um, and we, we came over to France for a few days, so to soak it up a little bit. Uh, and to yeah g- get get some time with Righty to do a podcast, um, we didn't know when or would, if or if it was actually going to happen. Uh, we didn't know we'd see him though because we'd we'd brought his trousers, uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> his, his telly trousers over from uh, f- from the UK, um, and we ended up catching up with him last night. And he was it was quite mad, wasn't it? Because all of a sudden we were um, yeah at- we well you kind of you said look what we're going to go out for dinner,
3: and I was like I, I felt a little bit sheepish because I. I'm a plumber's son. You know? <laughs> I, I grew up watching these footballers on the pitch and being amazed by them, or, or hated them, or whatever. But we, we were suddenly walking to this restaurant with Ian Wright, mm. Lee Dixon, yeah, D- um, Dico, Andy Townsend, and re- something that really threw me in Glen You know, this is a man I've been told that my my dad had told me stories about. Like he was at Spurs, we call him God. Yeah, you know this is this isn't any normal mortal, This is someone
0: that that I've, I've, I've worshipped. We didn't really expect that. It was a little bit a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Um, but it, it was it was interesting. I mean, it's, it's not the usual thing that you do because the game was on. We watched uh, Portugal Iceland with them, and you just yeah. sit in having a conversation yeah. with the likes of Hoddle, who's you know yeah. played is revered. It's apparently Dennis Bergkamp's idol. Yeah, uh, he's Hoddle, and he's. Played, managed England. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, th- th- these guys have have had some serious amounts of uh, experience, I guess, within. The so game. I was so nervous that the only thing
3: I could think to talk about to Lee Dixon, who was to my right, was, was sharks. Because
0: yeah, what was that shark? What, well, you
3: mentioned surfing in California, and I and said, you really felt- not worried about <laughs> getting in the water." And that that was the only. I've got to start some
0: conversation am <laughs> sitting there like a mute, as, it, not- as if you're like the world's. Premier sort of like sea mammal expert. I know a fair bit, to be fair. <laughs> right. But the uh, and then I guess we speaking of uh, of Dixon, we we uh, we then ended up uh, Ball Street versus Arsenal. Table football. Yeah, fucking hell. We were winning
3: as well. Last we? it was like a golden goal, wasn't it? The last one, and they yeah. and they beat us. Apparently they're unbeaten. But another bizarre thing: I'm standing in this this hotel in front of Ian Wright and Lee Dixon playing playing the table football it's just
0: bizarre absolutely amazing but bizarre and it was um and, and then i guess so, you know the podcast that we we ended up uh, doing with Wrighty, uh, it, it, we didn't really expect it was going to happen it was quite late wasn't it well, it must've been about midnight or yeah, something yeah yeah uh, and then all of a sudden it's on yeah we're, in, we're going into a secret room in the hotel. Like ITV lounge or something. Yeah, we're, and we're drinking Cronenberg, yeah. uh, setting up the podcast. Yeah, um, We hadn't really had that much uh, preparation when I mean, we'd spoke about what we might discuss while we're on the Eurostar. Yeah. Um, but the next thing we... We I, weren't
3: really prepared no. properly, but, but it just kind of... It, you started sitting down, and and it was late, and 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 as soon as the the mic was on, and you started asking asking him questions, he, he opened up in a way that
0: I wasn't expecting, really. Yeah, and because I was quite personally, I know, right? And it was late. He looked tired. I I felt tired, and I felt a bit intrusive by yeah. even doing it. And um, so then to actually have a podcast that was last what one and, an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah. This podcast easily the longest bit we've done. So so the uh, I guess this thing is. Um, uh, what you're going to hear is, it's very candid, it's very deep, um, it's very real conversation. Um, yeah. You know, and,
3: and I guess... It's not, it's not something that I, I, I expected really because you remember, and this is partly why we're doing this intro is to, to set it up properly because it wasn't, it was one of the first times I got beyond that. For many people, Ian Wright is an icon and he's a footballer and that's what he is. But what he allowed us to do and, um, was see the personality behind these the, these These heroes on the pitch, and and while I have no love for ex Arsenal heroes, I kind of couldn't help but be enamoured by him and Uh, and the personality behind the guy behind the guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was the guy behind the guy. Yeah, it was incredible. And and, and I think that so I'm not sure when you're going to be listening to this, um, but we talk a bit about the Euros. It's pre pre Wales game, so some of that bit might be kind of redundant because England will have murdered Wales. By this moment in time, I had a rather painful look back at uh, the
3: the Premier League with him. Um, he he talked about the issues with uh, with uh, Tottenham and Arsenal and and the rivalry between us and uh, you know. And but then he went into some of his actually his personal life and, and and his background and some of the things he's done and the thing he regrets he's had throughout his career. Not necessarily in football, but yeah, you know the decisions he's made after. Um,
0: fascinating and, stuff. Yeah, fascinating stuff. And, and I guess. Um social media, which is a big part of life nowadays, mm. um one more game which was um uh, you know I, I enjoyed just t- uh, touching on that a little bit, uh, but also him um he recently has posted hasn 't it he, that he's off Twitter yeah
2: uh,
0: and we got to discuss that with him yeah, that was fascinating stuff as well which I think that people will enjoy um you know hearing his reasons for that um and I guess you know there 's a potential that Given what he's talking about, that some new people might come to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: So, I mean, I guess what this is, this is what this podcast could potentially be and has been is about looking at a very candid uh, and real conversations with people that have been in the public figure down to football and in the public eye down to football. And, 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 and this isn't something we edit. We, we don't change the conversation. We don't change the context of what people saying. What you hear is what we recorded uh, and I think that's that's important because uh,
0: it, it's-, it, it, it's not just them saying oh god I think this team's going to win the league or yeah. oh god so and so should play up Sharpie should play up top with yeah. Briggsy." it's not, yeah. that's not yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of conversation yeah. it is the guy behind the guy um, yeah. and it's uh, you know we, we, we hope you like it uh, we hope you find it informative um, we're trying to provide a bit more depth, a bit more of an insight and, and a bit more of a real conversation with some of these people yeah. um, you know, beyond the, fa- the, the facade, beyond the uh, uh, the skin-deep perception that we have of them from, from the little we see about them talking about football on the TV. Um, if we get that access, I'm really excited about what, 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 what could happen and you know,
3: people are willing to open and openly talk about stuff as rightly was. Uh, you know, it's
0: exciting. It's it exciting. is. It is very exciting. And if you think about some of the people that um, that we've interviewed so far, so again, anyone new, um, please like tr- try and listen out to some of our conversations with the likes of uh, of the Beast, of Jack, and Fenwa, uh, talking about you know what motivates him and, and what's helped him get along in life. But yeah. even Arsenal Fan TV, Redman TV, yeah, yeah. Emil Heskey. I mean, we've how many have we done now? Like uh, this is the eighth. This is the eighth podcast. Mm. Um, and, and I guess, look, I really hope you enjoy it. Um, we hope that this is you know, something we can kind of repeat and, and go on to do more and more of these very deep, real, uh, unedited, uh, candid conversations. Mm. So if you if you listen to this, you enjoy it, you like it, please give us... Um, uh, let us know. Um, review. Give us a little review on, on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell your mates. Yeah, That'll tell your mates about it as well and, and spread it because, um, you know, we... Um, we're, we're, we're essentially begging. <laughs> <attacking. laughs> we're, we're, ex- ex- we're essentially begging. No, okay. no. No, uh, look, it's, it's,
3: it's, 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 it's something. When I started my podcast, The Fighting Cock, it wasn't something I'd ever thought I'd be in this position to be in. And, and the last 24 hours has been very strange, but amazing. Uh, and an incredibly privileged position to be in because uh, there's many people, even if it was Ian Wright, that would kill to be in my position. So, you know, thank you and, and have a listen to this podcast. And this preamble is important because. The podcast we've just done is unlike anything else that I've done before, and, and and rarely do people get access into someone as um, as, as well as known, significant as yeah. significant as Ian Wright. Uh, so yeah, enjoy.
0: Yeah. And he apologises to me, just just saying <laughs> everything he's done. He's d- <laughs> that was my favourite moment in, in our <laughs> podcast history. Actually, that as that, that as well with the beast uh, admitting that it was the podcast that made him hench.
3: That's it. All right, have a listen. Enjoy. Be
1: long. Lip it down. Lip it long, lip it down. Lip it long, lip it down. Lip it long, the long ball street. Lip it down. Lip it long, lip it down. Lip it long, lip it down. Lip it long, the long ball street. Episode six of the long ball
3: street seven and eight. Is it? No, it's city. It's city. we just did one today, Flav. Seven then. Nice. Uh, we're in Paris. We uh,
0: are. Uh, we're we're <laughs> England, uh, marching on to glory, I hope. Well, uh, yeah, so it's, um, we've come out here. Uh, we're sitting here, usually at this point in the podcast, I say things that you think is lying, yeah. but I say facts, like we're the biggest podcast in the world. <laughs> in the, world. Yep. the Beast has openly admitted that this podcast made him bigger, stronger today. Made um, from children. We are <laughs> in Paris, and we're joined by none other than the man, the legend, Ian Wright. How are you doing, guys? It's
3: a
4: pleasure to have you, Ian Yeah, I quite like the start of the, of the podcast. Have you, listened? have you actually had a listen? I had a listen to, to one of them. I listened to a bit of the Beast's one, and I listened to some of your ones. It's good to hear you on there, to be honest, because you, you know deep down, you, you get on my nerves. <laughs> That's <laughs> He's not always got, me. he always got a lot of... Always doing, I'm always doing a load of stuff. <laughs> yeah. oh, Matt's always got me doing a lot of, a lot of stuff. But you know, he's a he's a lovely guy.
0: Oh, you just said I get on your nerves. This well, just, you know, I'm rocked just, by that. Don't
4: be rocked. You know what I mean? Like, I, I insult you a lot more than I've just insulted you. True. We, we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you just true. got beat again on the f- bar football.
0: So. Yeah, I know that does piss so me off quite a lot.
3: I was in the rather bizarre position because obviously you, you Matt, you know righty yeah, and your friends and stuff but obviously I just probably met righty today and, and and met Lee Dixon lovely gentleman and I found myself playing oh, my t- g-
4: gaffer
3: do you know what I'd, I'd,
4: I'd really get started. you're a Tottenham man and you, you actually you actually <laughs> right. blasted over the gaffer
3: I put, I put my head down shook his hand and put my head down I didn't he know I, I didn't you know completely. Did you, was you a melt yeah <laughs> I, I, was. I was, I was look, look, listen like you're, this is, this is my, I've grown up with like my dad telling me stories about how great a player he was my older brother yeah. Ross he's 40 saying he's the greatest player I've ever seen and I'm sitting sit in front of him eating my dinner so that isn't a normal situation for a very humble working class man as I am it's, uh, I, don't, I didn't know how to behave so I just thought i keep my mouth shut <laughs> <laughs>
4: it is <laughs>
0: right okay so uh, like <laughs> it's, it's a couple of people that have made me melt one of them being Marcus Stewart which is a weird thing to say the but, one from Huddersfield um, and Ipswich that's right yeah he because I, I loved it I looked up to him so much it's untrue um, but uh, you know it's really funny sort of seeing that happen it, has anyone ever got you like that um, Prince Prince, yeah, Prince. Prince uh-huh. got me like that. I met
4: Prince, <clears throat> met him twice, and twice I couldn't. You did not didn't, happen, the, the, couldn't get the words out properly. So I just done what you done, Flav. To be honest, put your head down, stayed just stay quiet, keep your down, alone, and just just got on the same with Muhammad Ali. You met Muhammad Ali, yeah, met Muhammad Ali. <laughs> no way. But, you know, that was a humble one. He kissed my, hand, I kissed his hand, and he kissed my hand back. Oh wow! Um, but like, uh, and we lost them in the same year. What about that? Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Um, yeah, those them two made me made me feel like that. I'm sure Michael Jackson would have probably done the same. Um, you know, Maradona. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maradona would do that as well.
3: What's also weird is also sitting across from you, uh, Ray, and uh, you, you give me so much pain as a child. Okay. I'm a Spurs fan. I watched you score. It's good. <laughs> I watched you score a flick a flick header at White Hart
4: Lane. Yeah, I remember I, it. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Eddie is a corner. That's and Eddie it. And that's. And that's-
3: Exactly. I just,
4: I just slipped off a soul and just flicked it in and just ran all the way to Dave Seaman or something. But so this is supposed to be a light, <laughs> light-hearted, light, light-hearted, anecdote from me
3: is turned into going back to reliving all the yeah. horrors I did. When you're now, how, it, how does it did feel? You ha-
4: did you hate me when you were a child? Tell the truth. Just tell the truth, bro.
3: No, no, I mean, as a child, I hated no one. As I grew older, I, yeah, I began to, to understand what hate was. And uh, your face would appear occasionally when I... On the, bit, hate, the hate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say hate. I only, I only reserve hate for, for Sol Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough, though. But it? I
4: always say if, I, if, if Tottenham fans dislike me and I bring back bad memories, then I, I've done my you job. You did your job, yeah. absolutely.
3: And, you know, one of, the, one of the players I respect most in the, in the Arsenal squad, actually the only player I truly respect is Jack Wilshere because he understands the... The, the rivalry. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah. why when,
4: when he done the, the Tottenham thing and when he was drunk doing it, yeah. I think the real Tottenham fans, real Arsenal fans can get that. Everybody goes on, over the top about, like, he's out of all, no, he shouldn't have no. said. That's, that's rivalry. That's Absolutely. England, Scotland, that's yeah. Rangers kind of. It's it's just what you do to the rivals. It's, yeah. It's when you've got your moment. Completely.
3: Absolutely. The worst, I mean, y- 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 you played alongside him. Uh, probably one of the greatest strikers we've ever seen in, in, in Thierry Henry. Mm. I didn't play with him, though. No. I didn't play with him. Well, sorry, Bergkamp, I was thinking of, sorry. Well, Berg- is, Bergkamp. Bergkamp is the best. Yeah, Burkham is the best. And then, uh, and then Henry. Um, and and he, he, he would say that he didn't understand why Spurs fans were celebrating so wildly when when we scored a last-minute equaliser and it meant nothing. And I was thinking, like, Jack Wilshere wouldn't have said that. He, he'd understand. <laughs> but but not, I
4: think what, why, why Thierry said that as well was because Arsenal were told... Um, like if, if you do win the league here do not, don't celebrate because it could go off and this and that mm. and I think that what happened is that when Thierry saw how you lot were celebrating because you scored and you know he said well that's it, I'm not bothered about you, we're going to celebrate now if we win um, so he kind of he kind of got the ump because you lot celebrated by for scoring And but what else was we going to do? I don't know, I don't know <laughs>
3: to be honest yeah. No, I, I understand where he's coming from. It's just uh, I, I wouldn't have just one.
4: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have understood if I was a a Tottenham fan. I didn't understand it. I still yeah. don't <laughs> don't, do yeah, don't 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 humble down to that.
0: So uh, in your uh, in one of your um, the last time that Spurs finished above Arsenal was yeah. 1994, and, and you were <laughs> playing that year. I think Bruce is Bruce, it Bruce Rioch's first year or yeah, it was his first only only yeah. minute was it? Yeah, Rio yeah. He had signed. Uh, I think
3: Burkham signed around that time. Yeah, um, and Spurs. slightly yeah, as well. We, that's right, yeah. We signed, we signed Kingsman at the same time. Yeah. I uh, had, had a very good season for on our on and Arsenal fell away. Um, but in, in 26 years, 27 years, hasn't happened. Why are yeah, you this,
0: about it? Well, it's just because this year was, was the one, wasn't it, it was, uh <laughs> What happened there? I still can't. It's just crazy, isn't it? Nothing happened. That, that actually happened. That was a, quite a gap. Um, do you, do, you know, next year, like, right? Have you seen enough from Spurs this year that you think that that next year them Leicester will be up there again, or like, you know, is it kind of normality re- resumed? How do you see that? Um,
4: well, I think there was definitely a shift in Spurs. We've seen that um, the only blight they, they could have on their their season, well, if you can count Newcastle um, as a blight. Um, but other than that, you think the, Ch- the Chelsea game <clears throat> and, and Newcastle game is what everybody's judging Tottenham season by, which is is quite easy to do simply because they they were the, they were the most recent, yeah. um, and and it's very easy to forget a brilliant season that Tottenham had. Although they, people talking about they didn't have as many points as when they was with V. S. boas or whatever it is, but this is a Tottenham team of a, a different attitude. <clears throat> and a kind of and a different mentality. And where, whereas everybody was saying, our oh, Tottenham, they they lost it against Chelsea." That wouldn't normally happen with Tottenham. Tottenham would have got kicked off the park and that. But they they showed that they don't yeah. want to lose, and they they kicked back and they yeah. showed a little bit of South American yeah. nastiness. Like you know, when showed you watch the Mel, World didn't yeah, they? when you watch South American teams and they're losing in the World Cup final, you know, sitting at home they're going to start kicking people yeah, yeah, yeah. but like when Spurs done that as much as people say oh, Spurs lost the plot and then Newcastle there's no excuse for for that result but yeah. I think Tottenham are, are a different entity now because they've got a different kind of player mm. young players who are not really bothered about reputations and they've got players who can score they've got players in the midfield who can create they've got players in the midfield that then barely can defend they've got you, you know what I mean? They've got Alawairoud and Batong. They've got Danny Rose's bark blasted. They've mm-hmm. got a yeah. team that believes that they can do something now. Do
3: you know uh, Danny Rose said something last week about um, about Tottenham that his favourite game this season was Tottenham versus Chelsea mm. because that's the kind of thing he wants to. F- he, he said the feeling he felt when uh, and the hatred he felt from Chelsea fans he said that was the game that we well, felt like we'd, we'd, we'd well, arrived and well, the, the, the irony is,
4: yeah well the thing is Flav is that I, I look at it differently simply because <clears throat> what Tottenham fans and players have got to realise is that so many people don't want Tottenham to win the league and, and that's only because they must be um, starting to be aware of you and afraid of you yeah that's what happens you know what I mean if they weren't talking about you in a way where they were saying oh, we, you know John Terry Says, says Fabregas so many people saying yeah as long as Tottenham don't do it as long as Tottenham don't do it Yeah. and that says to me that should be enough for the guys to realise well let's try and do it so as we can ram a lot down people's throats because I would be distraught if Tottenham won it because I remember there was a, I, I recorded this, this, uh, this thing on, on Sky this Tottenham fan it came on and said well you know, Well, let's face it You know, Tottenham are nobodies we're above Arsenal you know you do the math you know this Tottenham fan and I, I put it out there saying this is what Tottenham fans would be like if they win the league <laughs> yeah. right in the end they didn't but like Tottenham fans came on to me saying well you can't judge us by that one Tottenham fan but that no, for me is you, the old kind of Tottenham listen, fan listen
3: you can you can <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we would have won the league we would have been unbearable
4: well this is the thing <laughs> but yeah, why Why not
3: Ain't that what it's all about well, of course it would I know, I know, I know that having class and decorum is is, is important but
4: not being able to get one over on your rivals that yeah. means more of course it does me it, mean it should do and I, I, if that happened I could easily take that on the team yeah. I, I, I ain't got no problem with that because if you win the league you you'll have you deserve to win the league it's not like oh it's yeah. luck or whatever but for whatever reason towards the end there there was games where Tottenham were chasing Leicester and you have to give Leicester credit because they they'd done everything they needed to do leading it from the front mm. and Tottenham tried up to, to the Chelsea and you have to say that years gone by Tottenham wouldn't even have been in that position so it's progress
0: you know you talk uh, I've heard you talk quite a lot about mentality before mm. of teams and I know you spoke about when teams get promoted and, and how they collectively go into that and I've heard you speak about teams that go going into it going oh god yeah, we're in the Premier League, and we've got to play this team and that team, and, and almost like nervous, as if their fate has been uh, decided. And then maybe a team might get promoted, and mean like, right, we're in the Prem, we're here to do this, you know, and relishing the opportunity. Um, do you think that now that that whole cycle of, of domination by the top few teams has changed, and Leicester have done that? Do you think now that it's never going to be the same again, and that it's almost kind of uh, all these teams be- because it's almost broken through; yeah. and it's now possible. Does, well, it's is less it, than, there's anything any yeah, to that? Th- well, what it should do,
4: what it should do, it should make the normal player, a journeyman player, a young player, um, uh, I don't know, a, a, a run-of-the-mill signing. You know what I mean? That, like, you know, at the start of the season, Kante would be a run-of-the-mill signing yeah. for people. Um, you know, Marez. People, you know, at the start of the season, um, even after them saving themselves from relegation, you still there's not many players that Leicester's in Leicester's team that people would have taken. No. Would you know? No. Would Manchester United? Would, he, no. would <laughs> Manchester United? Would Arsenal? Would Man City? Would Chelsea? Would any of them taken Robert Who from Wes Morgan as their centre halves? No. They wouldn't have done it. What they've done is they've proven that with the right team spirit and the <laughs> manager. And let's face it, the owners of the club, the way the fans were, Mm. it all kind of melded in the... Came together. Came together for them. And, like, they rolled that. They rolled that and they got off the crest of the the miraculous bloody survival. And then they kept going. Anyone who's not inspired by that coming up, um, you know, and what Leicester done, I can't see it being done for a long time, to be honest. Um, But you should be inspired by that. Managers should now no longer be looking... To get to 40 points, and they and, and are accepting the fact that their team people say, yeah, well, they've got their 40 points, and they've got their flip flops on. They're on the beach, and that should now be a thing of the past. Because what Leicester has shown is, is that if you believe and you keep going, you can challenge and you can win the league. So now the managers, the, the, the those Mark Uses and Tony Pulis and Pardews and all these team these managers. In these in these sides that are so-called under the bottom, yeah, yeah. under the bottom four and the bottom mm. six. Now, forty points shouldn't be the tar- put, 40 shouldn't be the target now.
2: Yeah,
4: you know, getting to forty points should just be, you know, what I mean, yeah, we're good enough to do that. Yeah. Now we should be able to show that we can we can kick on like Leicester done. Whether they do it mm. or, and, and do what Leicester done, I can't see it, but I don't think that managers should be settled. Um, should sorry should settle for 40 points and we're safe oh, thank god yeah I I think mean, that's, that shouldn't happen no more
3: for a long time I, I, I've I been disgruntled with the way the Premier League's gone I mean everybody talks about what a great league it is and for, for, for maybe 20 years I've seen the, the teams with the most money or the most financial yeah. power more or less
4: in pro- most of the leagues that is fun yeah of course if yeah. you look at most of the leagues in in our country especially in most of the countries Teams are the most money normally at the top of the league. Yeah, you can understand it, and you see why that that logic applies, and because
3: year on year out, it's proved across Europe. Uh, and what an incredible story it was for Leicester. I mean, we've talked about the, the cliche things, a fairy tale. Yeah. It, is, it really is. It's an amazing thing, and it and it showed that actually football's more than just money. Despite all the money that's in the game, that's what it's With tactics, application, and, and the team unity. Yeah, you can achieve everything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's an amazing thing. Um, one one. What, what, what's what's really interesting, and uh, just going back to the Tottenham and Arsenal thing, just for, very briefly, is that George Graham didn't do well at Tottenham. Uh, this but he won.
4: A, he still won a cup for you. He,
3: he won, he won yeah, the, he that's the cup. That's doing
0: well at
2: Tottenham.
3: Well, you know I mean? get for, to No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I still, I'm that. halfway through my point. Sorry, I just freely won something. <laughs> he did a lot more for Arsenal. So, uh, what, <laughs> so, so, well, I guess what I'm asking is how, how, how important it is for how, to have every part of the, the the piece of the pie in place in order to get success so graham had had you he had uh, the back line of uh, adams winterburn dixon um yeah but, built, Linigan. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, how, how important sorry is, is all yeah, of that what,
4: yeah but what that's what it shows and what leicester have shown is yeah you can get the ingredients for it but like it could still not work arsenal arsenal worked hard to get the ingredients in respect of a front man and a Decent midfielders and defenders and goalkeepers They're trying to win the league They just can't get it right You know, Leicester All of a sudden They kind of almost fell on it accidentally You know, with the way they've recruited their players And the players that they've got Who have come in and done really well There's no... What Leicester have shown Is, of course, in Jamie Vardy You've got a player that was scoring Goals at a remarkable rate Kante came out of the blue no one knew about him and he no. looks like he's a world class player we we'll see him again yeah he's France for is, France, isn't look he well. Mahrez, Mahrez is looks like a well a well beaten a world class player now Wes Morgan and, and, and Robert Hoofer who I've mentioned are very solid then you've got Fuchs mm. you've got Danny Simpson yeah. who's come from like Man United pedigree then Newcastle QBR all over the place and then you know you've got Danny Drinkwater a reject from Man United
0: Reject from Huddersfield Town. Reject
4: from Huddersfield Town, yeah. as, you know what I mean? As, as you're in there from Matt. And you know, so, what, you, what you're talking about is is getting players motivated who, now we know with Leicester, who are good enough. You know, now you can't tell me that Leicester, at the start of the season, people will be saying that Leicester's going to finish in the top 10, and you'd look at maybe a Stoke side, Everton, and teams like that even what all those teams will be looking at their team at the start of the season thinking that's better than them Yeah. so as much as you can try to get the formula and get all like you mentioned like Dave Seaman uh, Tony Adams Patrick Vieira and myself and the spine and all that yeah. It still comes down to application and motivation and the coach doing his stuff you, you, you know, and then you believe in and then actually putting it into practice you know normally when you've got the money you can buy all those ingredients but Leicester has shown you don't need to have a load of money to buy the ingredients. If you get a scouting system that know what they're looking for and they get the right players in place, yeah. look at Robert, Hoof, Robert. I remember Robert who's leaving Stoke on, what, on free or whatever it is. I don't know yeah. what it was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you know Yeah, he's gone to Leicester, and you know he's a, he's a linchpin of a of a Premier League winning team. It's uh, it's about uh, I think with, with that with Robert Hoof and, uh,
3: and Morgan is it, that both of them you would argue before this season started were average or middle of the road defenders, but actually by, by playing a, a kind of narrow midfield and accepting crosses into the box, they know that them two they're, they're playing a system that's key to the strengths of their two absolutely. centre absolutely. So they realise all right they're going to if they're up against Suarez or, or, or Sanchez they're going to get done so we'll, we'll alienate Sanchez in the middle. They didn't against Arsenal twice this season, but yeah. you understand that they're, they're, they're allowing balls into the box and Hoof and Morgan yeah, but, will sweep that up all day long.
4: Well, what they've what they done is, is that um, because they're not the so-called massive big world superstar in the centre half names, so then you, you buy players that's going to help them. So what you do is you stop, you stop the balls going into the in, 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 where you could attack them down the middle. So with cante and drink water, yeah. so you can't get at them that way. Oh. Their strengths are they will do all that. They'll head, they'll head the ball out and kick the ball out all day long. Mm. So what you do, you force the teams wide. You don't let them come down the centre, oh. and even if they do break through the centre, you know you, you they'll make last ditch challenges because as much as people can call them average players, they they they're good enough and experienced enough. To, to stop people. Mm-hmm. And they got the luck as well. And they've all been very committed
0: players. Absolutely. And union.
4: then they started to believe, Matt. They started to believe after a certain, certain while. Hang on a minute. OK, it's not meant to happen that we can do it, but we can do something special. And the fact is is that you can't tell me now, you won't look at that Leicester team in 100 years' time and not think of how great what they done was yeah. in, this, in this time. There's no rhyme or reason... Um, to what they'd done simply because for me after they got to the 40 points they they just kept going yeah. it's like I remember watching a, a race in the Olympics where you know, the the, the pacemaker was in front and I was thinking you know I always thought well, why don't he just carry on he's so, <laughs> yeah. he's so far in front yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching it one time one of them done it and everyone <laughs> went carried. whoa what are you <laughs> that's not going to way <laughs> i a but he's feeling good <laughs> yeah. and he kept going and, um, and you know people try to buy that but what you can't buy is, is, the, is the determination and the application of the players mm-hmm. you, you hope you're buying that with a top quality player some of them haven't had it and I think that's why we've seen a lot of them fall short so, to, to England, then? Uh, and do they have any of those
3: attributes that Leicester have in order to win this competition? Yeah, we've got Vardy up front. Drink <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> water
4: left at home. home. Yeah, drink water oh, left at home. To, um, drink but, um, you know, w- we've, w- we've, with us, um, and I thought where we played uh, the other day against Russia, yeah, you know, I thought we'd done, we'd done enough to win the game. We missed, we missed chances. But um, at this level, you know, even Russia, they didn't play particularly well, but laps, a little lapse You know, people can say whatever they want. There's always a mistake that leads to a goal. And with our corner, the, Jack, Jack's um, Jack's clearance was was okay, mm-hmm. but then when we went to closing down, I think Deli Ali had a swipe where he could, maybe should have went and just jockeyed a bit. I think someone else, Harry Kane, maybe went in and he, the both of them were beaten too easy. Mm. the ball went across to James Milner and he was beaten too easy yeah. when you consider that maybe he was brought on to shore stuff up you know what I mean and he was beaten too easy and then you've got to give yeah. Rush a credit then because the big centre half you know he'd done what you're meant to do the fella's got time on the ball mm. he's peeled off to the back and given himself a mismatch with with uh, Danny Rose you know the centre half was small um, you know, he'd done what he'd done the centre halfs they tried to get back to the middle of the at a box. He tried to do that, and it was a great ball in, and it was a great header. And we, we, we was We've been punished for a, a minor lapse. Yeah. there. Well, uh, people have been calling
3: out for a young, attacking, exciting, expansive England for years, mm. for decades. We've been talked talked about being pedestrian and pragmatic football, uh, and all of that stuff has been aimed at and, and we thought when Hodgson took over that he was going to bring just just forward on that, the same old kind of football you've seen from England. But surely when you, you, you get expansive youthful football that there's gonna be errors in the way that you play and, and sometimes those errors are gonna to lead to goals. It just stands to reason. I looked at that performance and thought that's a kind of club or, or, or a team I can get behind and get passionate about. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. I was I was watching it, I was thinking, This isn't England this is this is this is a
0: club or, or a football team I, I feel like I can yeah. invest in finally it's been, it's been a long time since England have been in excited a competition. watching it especially in a competition but I think it's it probably is fair to say that having looked at all the teams so far and I'm sure you've probably seen lots of them play now right Yeah, we yeah, look decent don't we we look up there would, would you yeah. agree I, I know we look like we're vulnerable and like we're going to get hurt everybody everybody, everybody. Looks like and that. The Italians. The Italians looked
4: very good. Um, yeah, yeah. Spain would like they normally do. Um, Portugal for a while they looked like once they were in front they looked oh let's let's show be we got a little bit we didn't see what we didn't see anything like that at Wembley a little while back. But um, with us, yeah, with the chances we made, we could have won the game against Russia comfortably. And then I think everybody will be even more excited about what's going on. And yeah. when you get a sucker punch like that, as a sucker punch, yeah, yeah. Um, at that stage of the game, you know, it makes you feel like a... It, it does feel like a loss, but there's a lot, like I said, and, you know, this is why, one of the reasons why, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just pleased that, like I said, I've, I've, I've come off Twitter, I was going to talk about that, but, yeah. you know, I don't want to have to deal with people like that, because I think that, like I said, I'm not disappointed, disappointed for them, I'm not disappointed with the performance. No. It was a performance that wasn't too dissimilar to the Germany performance, you, there's something to hang yeah. your hat on. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I think that just because it's it's almost goldfish bowl, like the, the Euros in England, everybody, the, all the countries' eyes are on them, they want to find fault. I actually, I, I genuinely feel that some people want us to play badly so as they can slaughter yeah. the lads. Yeah. But people do love they, things they to go wrong. Really they do love things to go wrong. And I, I am one of the biggest dr- drum bangers of, of England because I love love England, I love the lads and I always wanted them to, to do well and I thought they'd done brilliantly yeah. I think the other day. If
0: anything holds them back in this tournament, I, I think it, it might be Hodgson, personally. I, I think, from watching I think he's got all these some amazing talents in that team now. For, for the first time, I can really remember full-backs that are dynamic, yeah. that can't attack walk, the Carl Walker was outstanding. Was, yeah, well, he was That's incredible. Was His but, last but, few games for England, he's been outstanding. But they're confident, they'll come inside, they'll pass, they, they, they seem to be kind of fairly two-footed they'll definitely go to the byline they'll attack they'll overlap there's combinations of movement it's really exciting and he's taken all these strikers and I'm just thinking the way that this is set up for me it suits any of our strikers more than it suits Harry Kane so it would suit Rashford or Vardy or Sturridge down the middle more than Kane why? because 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 he's he's one guy that's essentially in the middle on his own, um, and I, I just thought that there's times where being able to kind of move centre halves around would probably create some more space to get into Kane. Doesn't really have the range of movement, and did he have a good game? He's no, essentially dependent no. on balls coming into the box, but everything was peripheral, and Sterling was getting all this ball in that final third, in that out That'd wide, and he he, he could not do anything with it. He yeah. has no end product. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the that's the thing that um, I think
4: that. Is the most worrying thing. I think I ain't got no problem with Harry Kane. I think he had a, he had a he had an off game, but if he if if he got a couple more chances and with balls in the box, he, he's somebody that he's, he's going to hit the target. He's going to try and shoot when he gets in there. There's it's with Harry Kane. And I mentioned it before about hanging your out on. I would I would con- I would hang my out on him. He would start for me. I think the worry will be for Sterling. He's somebody that I do worry about because um, there was a lot of stick um, for him after the game and I could totally understand because you know he's somebody that we've we've only taken one winger we didn't take Andros Townsend and that's another thing for me which I thought was a was a was a big mistake because I'm not sure if Rashford's going to play in front of Sturridge and Vardy no especially if he's only playing one of them in a game exactly so then you think to yourself well the, the way the way Sterling played the other day What's going to happen against Wales is they're going to be they're going to they're going to be sat in they're going to have five at the back yeah. and two in front of that, and you're going to need skillful direct players creating in front. Now the way the way Raheem played the other day, you have to say that you, you have to worry about once he gets down to that last final third, yeah. how what's going to happen with his his final pass. Yeah. I pray to God that he plays and he and he shows something, but what I'm more worried about him with is I believe that he should be working a lot more on end product I think if we're talking about pace and taking people on I think he's got that that's not that's not in question what's in question is like that game against Wales it could go tight it could come down to you know a, a bit of quality and a, and and that's a win. ball
0: into the box. That's, it. that's digging it out that's from it the. eats yeah. that kind of I'll thing. tell you what, that is.
4: Townsend's well, got that. Well, you know, he's got that directness, and he's yeah. got a, he's got a good um, he's got a good cross he's got a good crossing ability. But what it comes down to is when the game's on the line, you want to know that he's on the ball, and I know that's going. It's like Beckham, yeah, clinical. Line. Two corners. You want two. You're losing one nil. In the Champions League Cup final, you've got two minutes left in the game. Mm. You get two corners. Who do you want to take them? Yeah. Do you not, want Beckham to take
0: Not him? Harry Kane. No, <laughs> exactly, not Harry Kane. But do you understand
4: the point oh, yes, I'm really, making? Yeah, is yeah, completely. You need to know that when it comes down to it, yeah. that you can rely on, on Raheem. And at the moment, what I'm getting from people and what I saw is that whether it's confidence or whatever it is, he's not working on it. Yeah. The other day, you, you don't really like you can you Bit, can rely it. He's
0: had a poor season, hasn't he? He has
4: had a poor season, and, and, so, and Andros Townsend had a good season. Yeah.
0: So, so, so it's not mean. It's not like we're picking him. I'm picking not saying him not taking. Him, like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, but Andros
4: could have gone. Yeah, and I don't think that if if if, uh, if Rashford doesn't go, who was who really blasted himself into the consciousness right? At the yeah, of yeah, And so he kind of like that's what you do. Yeah, of course. You, you force the manager's hand. I do feel that we, we we one winger is not enough, mm-hmm. and when you saw how Sterling played, it almost like cemented it because it worried me. Because if he has another game of end product like that, mm. then I think we're going to struggle for it. Yeah.
3: So. Uh, Sterling obviously reacted quite badly to the criticism. Uh, certainly on. You see what I've done, Flav. I
4: haven't read. I'm not reading anything. Yeah. So I'm trying to just do it on. So it's when I'm doing it, because this is where I try to do it while I'm doing the Euros, is not get. Um, not get, I don't know... Side influence. Or yeah, Influ- yeah. yeah, yeah. It's and like influenced a... by the mass. Yeah. And that's why I tried to cut it off. I'm judging Sterling on purely what I saw. This is Which is the correct way to do it. I think actually if,
3: if Twitter didn't exist and, and, and social media didn't exist, then actually you,
4: you you'd, People had... would just be thinking what, what we saw <laughs> yeah. instead of us
3: knowing what they <laughs> we, We've talked about this before, right? But there, there was a time, uh, and some of our younger listeners won't remember this, but you where you go and watch the game and you go and watch Ian Wright scoring a goal against a, a Tottenham <laughs> yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and you deal with it in the pub and you yeah. deal with it on the train home yeah. now you, you immediately go to Twitter and what, what happened I, I don't want to kind of I don't
2: yeah.
4: want uh, No we doing a podcast pollute. this
3: is for everyone Okay so what happened with, 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 with Sterling is that there, he got a lot of abuse online and he reacted by creating an Instagram post and uh, and, and, and reacting to what he considered to be kind of hatred, right. and I'm sure it was horrendous. The right. stuff. I mean, you, when when you've got a social reach as big as his, you can imagine the, the, uh, the amount of abuse. You can
0: climb in through. It's like a portal to idiots, isn't yeah, exactly, yeah. it? Like, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that's unfortunately, what it is. <laughs>
3: unfortunately, what he, what, what he's done by reacting the way he, he has on social media is actually, he, in a way, he painted himself into a corner. Because yeah. what he, the best thing he could have done is come out against Wales and ripped
4: it off Absolutely. Up. Um, now, if he has, I don't know how he's he's come out and, and, and what he's done, but you mentioned what he posted. I'm not really interested yeah. in that, but what he's done, he's actually put more pressure on himself yeah. because then what's going to happen is is that all those people who came for him, what they'll do is if he has a game where he doesn't produce or he does mess up a cross or he doesn't take a chance, it will come and it will come doubly yeah. more, um, more, more criticism. He'll get even more criticism yeah. because they, they know that he, he'll react unfortunately.
0: And it is a a funny one how that has changed. You're talking about what it was like beforehand, you know, back in the day where you'd watch the match and people would watch the full game or they'd watch the full season and the story would be how people were remembered was kind of, uh, it was on its merits almost. And like in this whole new world where the vine or the the, the moment in the match where someone slips or someone scores a great goal, these little tiny moments... Are magnified to the stage now where that. You're going to judge
4: someone like Stevie J on a slip. Yeah,
0: and it's kind of the balance needs to come back the other way. It's not going to come back because social
4: media is just going to go bigger. Just gets bigger. It's more and more. It's just going. It's a monster. It's an out of control. It's Godzilla. It's It's Godzilla.
0: It could it, it, it's create, Russian it's, it's, yeah, it's Russian black
4: exactly in, um, it's, it's, it's Godzilla now and you know we, we, we're not going to be able to stop it like you know I mean in the film <laughs> we will see them stop Godzilla we can't stop <laughs> we can't stop social media and what no. they're going to do and this is why like I say man I've, I've come off of um, I've come off to it I don't know if I'm going to go back on yeah. you know what I mean but it's my it's my decision because I don't need I don't need I don't need to bring those kind of people I get you know what I mean of course you get a thousand requests, or whatever it is, to, to wish people happy birthday. Yeah. Can you do this, Charlie? Can you retweet this? Can you do that? But it's the it's sometimes it's the, it is the straw that breaks the camel's back. With a com, a comment that you know it's just people are just doing it simply for a reaction. Yeah, simply to wind you up or be nasty. Nice. You know the amount of people that I've engaged with just to say well, why are you saying let's talk about. It, and then they say no, nah, I didn't mean it. I was just saying it. Then you end up actually having a decent conversation. Why can't they just come on dec- like decent without the abuse mm. to have a to to, to to interact? That's what you're on I'm on there to interact. Yeah. It's got to a stage where people are, are too abusive um just because you're making you're, you're making a point and you've got an opinion. To the point where I just had a, the other day, I no reason, I didn't even look at Twitter that day. I came in and I thought I don't want to be on Twitter no more. Right. I actually do not want to do it. As we speak now, I want to look at Twitter again. You know what I mean? When the season starts halfway through the season, who knows? But As we sit now, yeah. I do not want to ever see Twitter again.
0: So it's, I mean, that's quite a, um, it's quite a revelation to a degree, which is crazy that something like that's revelation nowadays. But, not to be honest, but It's not
4: revelation, it's just not neat because let's face it, it's, it's, it's ego, isn't it? It's for, it's for your ego. You know what I mean? You've got a million you got a million plus people following you and you're looking at it and you know you see all the nice things and it's fine yeah oh brilliant oh you're right you're a legend oh right you're legend. this and that you see a couple but the fact is you're on there yeah you can get some news and that but in the main you're on there to see people saying nice things about you or something like that right do you know what I mean that's what's happening when you look at the notifications what are you looking at your notifications for yeah do you want to see people slaughtering you I don't, do you to... I, don't I don't
0: I don't watch <laughs> traffic yeah, right yeah, yeah. but what I'm saying
4: is is that you know it's, it's an ego thing. Yeah. You're looking at your notifications. Yeah. yeah. Flav, you're looking at it because you want to read nice things about yourself. I'm not I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered now. You know what I mean? And You know, there's sometimes you can do nice things, you know? One more game. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know
0: well, what I mean?
4: But well, I don't need to do it because I'm not using Twitter for any kind of, um, you know, I don't do it for monetary gain. So it's something that I can say, right, that's it, you know? I've had enough. No, I've had enough. See you later.
0: Yeah, look. I think it's a it's a fascinating um, subject, really. And that what you're saying about ego and, and vanity, I, I think is is true. I think that um, a lot of people judge things whether they're good or not based on the amount of follows it's got, yeah. or the amount of things yeah. that things that are on there, and that there definitely is that. Um, but I guess, look, I mean, so I've known you for for quite a, quite a while now, you know, yeah, from Talksport yeah. days. But but We're going to over ten years. Now, yeah, actually. exactly. And and uh, I guess I've known you really uh, pretty well for the last maybe four years yeah. or so, four or five years. And you've been on Twitter during that, and it's and it's kind of sad in a way because no, but I, I know you though, and, and I know that actually you take strangely enough whereas a lot of people sit there and they'll only talk to a big account or they're quite calculated about mm. Twitter uh, i.e. they'll maybe get into conversations with people that they know is going to boost their following yeah. you see a lot of that yeah. it's a it's a tried and tested method it's the art of beef that 50 Cent had where he would slag off Jay-Z Nas all these hip hop acts when he had a tiny album and no one's listening but all of a sudden everybody, everybody, else. everybody else is going who the is this 50 yeah. Cent guy yeah. I want to do this to you and making him famous and then 50 Cent's next album went double platinum mm. and I've seen that on on Twitter I want not name names now because you know you'll probably know them but I've seen people doing this stuff Yeah, I've not seen you do that yeah
4: because you I remember when you say remember when you say to me yeah you need to do this or you need to do that and you know I mean why are you answering somebody who's got five followers yeah I've said that <laughs> because, to you before yeah but the, the reason why I'd answer someone with five followers is because that person with five followers has got just as much right with to his opinion, asking me something as somebody with five million, so yeah. you know, what I mean, I've done that to people because I'm doing it because I want to be there with them and be on it. Yeah. But then people say, "Yeah, but it's only the, 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 the small majority." spoiler it for everybody. it's not even a case of that. It's a more a case of you know what?
0: I'm tired of certain. Stu- I'm tired of the stupidity. Yeah. Mm. I'm which, tired of it. Which I get, and that's the point I was I was going on to make is that. It's quite, It's quite sad because I know that you've not gone into it calculated. Yeah. And, and and I know that um, like you're a very um, look man, and, and we'll talk a bit about it. Like, you've done amazing things. You're a cool fucking guy. Like you, think you so are. Much? I do think so. Yeah. You definitely are. And I've seen you it, with people that you just sometimes meet on the street, and you do, you develop a good rapport with them. I've seen you in all your local pubs and stuff like that, and you know all these people, and you're friendly with all these people. And I've seen one more game it's in a guy that you'd got into an argument on Twitter that became Brenters, your friend the now. And, and at one more game for those that haven't seen that this guy that Ian had had an argument with he ends up creating the the, yeah. the, the assist he for the goal. just, like, just was, for the
3: people who listen who may not okay. know uh, what is one more game quickly just in a, in a
4: nutshell it, <laughs> was, it was me when um, me and Matt we got together when I was going to reach a million followers flag said I wanted to do something for, for the people who followed me hmm. You know, for people who, you know, came. Because, like, for somebody, for you to go on and then people say, you know, I, I, I'm interested in him, so I'm going to follow him, see what he says, and I'm going to interact with him. I'm gonna and, you know, to get to a million, I always found it that people with my, five and six, 10, 15, when you get to a million, that million's a big number. It's, a, lot really. of people. it's a massive amount of people. And I thought, you should give something back. So that's when we got together, man. I said, Matt, it's what can we do? I want to do something for the Twitter followers. I want, I want a game, and you know, I mean, at the time we didn't know where it was. You know, that's France. right. Yeah. It's brilliant. So I want a game, and I want to get my, I want to have one more football match, and I, I want the people from Twitter and my account." I want to pick people from my account to play the game. And then we found out that we got Wembley, and yeah. then you know it was just it was just
0: and, it was fucking brilliant. It was just and, and amazing. That, it, he, I mean, right, he was adamant. I, this isn't just about my my friends. I don't want it to be my you know or my, mates. my, my yeah. mates playing it. Yeah. Like I want to give people that opportunity because as a as a as a guy and as a child, you used to watch the Wembley's it could, the one, and that's where you broke through. That's your palace. That's where movie that's movie. where I became aware of Ian Ryan right, mm-hmm. was that day when all of a sudden oh, yeah. I'm watching it at home. This guy comes off the, off the bench that was in, injured, not too I bad. I was injured. Yeah, I broke my
4: leg twice that season.
0: Comes but you know what's really cool good.
4: about it as well, Matt? It's like, Asa, I, I remember when we said, "I want to." Like people send it, so they started sending. So hey, Asa McKenzie, he's crazy. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He's crazy. He is funny. right. Um, he'd, he'd, his knee he
0: smashed his knee up. Remember that picture? Yeah, yeah, Well, that's such yeah, a We had all we had lots of different ways that people could enter this competition yeah. uh, to win a place to play at Wembley. Mm. And one of them was we did like nominate a mate. Yeah. So people were saying, "Look, this is my friend who done this." People were nominating people, and this one guy comes through the pictures, and he yeah. essentially had his kneecap's taken out, and that's Literally, not pretty, oh. is
4: it? <laughs> it is.
0: But but yeah, so he so He said he, my friend's got no kneecaps. My friend's got ever. no kneecaps. He had to stop playing. Right. but he could play, come and play one more game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he ended up playing. So, so one up. more game became this thing where lots of different people all ended up having an amazing day out at Wembley. And Cunny, the first person I
4: picked was Cunny. He's a goalkeeper from, and he's a Palace supporter. We're still, we're, we're, we're really, we're really close now. Him and Brent, that they've got my, they've got my actual phone number. We speak on a regular. Regular basis, mm. but Cunny was—he was fucking awesome. <laughs> on the day. I gave the man of the match to a, to a guy from their team because I just yeah, because good, I, good because he scored a couple of goals. But I didn't want to give it to someone on my team because I didn't want him to think it was all oh your team is. Yeah, yeah. Cunny on the day was was amazing, and you know what? It, what it done? What I, what it made me? I, I felt really good that I was able to at Wembley give give people an um, an experience and you could see it I was watching people while they were playing and you could see them looking around you could see them I'm I'm at Wembley I'm on Wembley's turf playing football yeah. and you know what I mean that made me feel great those things I will never forget and that is why now you know even when I, when I think of it now I think that I've done more than enough now where I say you know what just leave it just leave it now but that's but that's my block and I'm not trying to make you do it. You know, right? you All want of me be- to go to five million and do something. Take a hundred people to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. that's I wanted, women, I wanted women to play five. Yeah, I wanted the girls yeah. to play. I wanted I we wanted had women go- to play. We'd, they wouldn't let us play. The FA wouldn't let us
0: let women play because there's an age old rule where above so a certain age what? to play to play mixed football above the age of twelve was it or something? not so, women like yeah, you can't, women I mean, can't, you can't play. do it. You can't play.
4: So no, Couldn't get the girls to play. You know what? You should
3: have done as you just snuck them in and just stuck them on the field what are
0: they going to do well, what, what, yeah. what, well but, sorry man that was that was the, a the point I was going to get to about that right is that um, I, like I saw you know I know him uh, anyway but you saw throughout that process you know people that are just that, that were not to say they're nobody but they're not a, a, a big fo- you know account they're not a big personality they're not a celebrity Right, is indiscriminate about who you are in terms of if you feel have a relationship with yeah. you. And that's what I do think is a little bit sad about the Twitter thing because your attitude isn't to piss people off, to antagonise people. You're actually very cool with people. However, unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that are fucking idiots yeah. that ultimately probably have got... I've heard Joe Rogan talking about this and probably haven't got much... Going on in their life. so them, yeah. Yeah. all they so, want to sit there and do is to try yeah, and-, look, Matt,
4: and and just poke you, poke yeah. you, poke you. But you're you're at home. you're not you're, when you're sitting, you're you're at home and you read some of the stuff what people say about you. Somebody is just yeah. talking about you as if you're, you know, they know you, they they know they don't know you, and they just throw away that comment, like a really abusive comment like that. Yeah. You don't picture them as somebody who's giving their mum five pound a month rent living in their mum's, upstairs in their mum's house and they're 35, 40 years old. Yeah. You think of somebody who's, who's a fly high night guy, he's cool, he's this and that. That's how I picture them. I yeah, think yeah. It's, it's got to be an intelligent, who's, who's just being nasty. But then, you know, you, you do speak to them, and then, you know, not speak to them, but you tweet them back and you realise that, that really, they just want some interaction. Yeah, yeah. Why do they have to... Why did I have to go about it like that? That's my question no. to it. That's what turned me off
3: of it. I think what, what, you're going into kind of deep psychology of human beings, aren't you? You're the people who sorry. probably have <laughs> left. <laughs> no, 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 I'm down. I we just want to talk about let's let's it. i for a, a bit. No, 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 sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, trying, flag, we try, went deep on you. I'm trying
4: to work away
3: to you saying you, you talked about getting get to the five million mark. Mm. I think that when you get to the five million mark, a great way to, to mark that occasion would mm-hmm. be apologising. Me <laughs> as, a, as an eight-year-old, you made me cry yeah, yeah. In, in, my, in on my own. You know that's what I think would be a good thing. To do can, at I just, can
4: I just do that now? Yes, Flav. Listen, when I scored those goals when I was playing for Arsenal, I was just—I was paid to do that. Whether, it's, whether it was whether it was Spurs or was Liverpool, to do that. they paid me to do that. Now, if they said, "Ian, this is Flav," right before <laughs> the game. If you score today, Ian, you're going to break his heart. How yeah. do you feel about that? That's going to have an effect on me, Flav. <laughs> they didn't do that, so I just had to go out and do my job. And that was scoring. Unfortunately, it made you unhappy. Okay. But you've got to think of the eight-year-old Arsenal fan it made very happy. Absolutely. Can oh, we, you know that what is what a, good, my favourite podcast r- moment. Can you, far, I, I, I forgive know, you. I forgive forgive can you forgive me, Flav. Absolutely. Can I just quote from one of my favourite films ever, yeah, Godfather? Know. It's never personal, <laughs> only business.
0: <laughs> I Love that. That's my favourite ever podcast moment. Actually, let uh, we'll remember that. That was a very beautiful thing. But um, f- so it's so, so serious,
4: right? Well, so you, you,
0: Twitter, then you, you you're done.
4: I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna leave it All now. Right. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm because. I can do what I want in respects of that, mm. and there's people who I've made great friends on there. One of my my Twitter my Twitter ad is on there, on my profile is strangers become friends. That's right. And um you know I've got a lot of people I've become very friendly with on Twitter. Mm. And you know at some stage those are the people that will probably I, I go back to. Um, those are the people who probably you know I'm sure that you know what I mean now that I've said I'm not on there and I have left a tweet on there saying I'm leaving. You know what I mean? You get. I'm sure you go onto onto my feed. You'll see a load of people say, "Yeah, thank, 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 fuck up, you on <laughs> this, good riddance, and this and that." Which is which is fine, but those yeah. are the people that um, have. If I'm going to be totally honest, um, they've not spotted for everybody. But like they, they've got too much of a voice, yeah. And I just I don't need it. Yeah. That's what, and when you don't need it. Don't, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't want to. Don't want to be around it. It's too negative for me. I need to be positive.
0: Yeah. Okay, I mean, I think it's entirely your prerogative, mate. You know, uh, I do, and I think it's about that whole. Uh, it is a window, unfortunately. You, there's, there's just people out there, and uh, yeah, there's. Um, it's just the way life is at the minute. You know, there's a lot of idiots about, and I think that for a while Twitter was very cool, yeah. uh, like all these things are. But once it starts to get down to the stage where every man and his dog's on there, it's got so popular that everyone's doing it, then unfortunately there's a lot of people out there that, that ain't that nice, and actually they'd rather spend their time. Being um, nasty. Yeah, let, exactly. them, let them get on with it. Um, but it is a bit. shame. Yes. It definitely is a shame. Uh, where are we going from this then, Flav? What's happening now? Where are oh, there's a million
3: places we could go,
0: um, but um, is, it, what, is, is there anything else you want to discuss? Yeah, definitely. There's quite a few bits on there. Are you right for a little bit longer? Yeah, of course yeah, so I yeah, am, okay. yeah. All right, no, that's good. We, yeah, of course you can. We, this is how we, we do it on the live. Uh, I'm going to
3: gonna ask for a wee. Ask <laughs> a wee Put your hand up
0: Flo. <laughs> yeah. So just to, to give everyone a, an indication of where we are, we're in a hotel in, in Paris. Um, uh, there's no trouble. You, you see any trouble out here? Have you? So, like, we've not been, we've not
4: seen any trouble. And um, it's, it's quite, you know, when you, when you hear what's going on, what the Russians are doing, they're actually they're kind of, it's, it seems very planned. God, what's going can't. on you know what I mean they, I'm hearing that they've, they've got England shirts on they've got MMA gloves on they've got mouth guards, you know gum shields and all that sort of stuff piling into the lads and when the, when the boys go away I I know that we've got a couple of ruffians we've got a couple of the lads who, who who are up for that but in the main you know the guys just want to go and watch the game yeah they've they are ready they've come over ready for for us the the Russian fans Make no mistake, and I know that the boys ain't going to run off from that. I know that they're not going to, they're not going to run. But at the same time, you know the policing and the, the stewarding inside the grounds. Like I heard, I heard a rocket or Flair. a massive flare go off and in the stadium. Right, so you heard that there. Yeah, we heard. Right. I heard it when I, when I was there. While we was there watching the game, I heard it, heard it go off, and you think to yourself.
1: down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Get 30 30, get 30, get 20 20, 20 get 20 20, get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. so Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. Forty five dollars upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. slows Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
4: People must, people, everybody at home must have thought, oh my God. So whoever's brought that in there has done that to make people think that. Yeah. What is going on in respect of the security going in? How do they get that in there? Yeah.
0: Well, apparently it was. And if they uh,
4: can get that stuff in there, why couldn't they get
0: anything Anything in there? In yeah. there? It's
4: just, you just think to yourself, Sorry, yeah. really, what's, what's going on? You hear a
0: rocket go off in the, a massive bang, in the stadium, apparently that was a, a a sign, like a call to action. That was the now, apparently. So what that do you was mean? A sign for the for the for the people in the stadium, um, the saying that the the flare and that that was sent out was a because it kind of as soon as that went, it happened. Apparently, this is one of the things that I've read that it was coordinated. So that was almost their signal to start to attack in the stadium. Yeah, like there. So so this is the stuff that we've been hearing back in, in the UK. Um, that they're so yes yeah, so, so a lot of these guys are ex ex military yeah. um they're trained mixed martial arts, boxing, um they're not necessarily like a lot of our lads they're slow moving targets they're drunk
4: uh, yeah they're half
0: cut they're half Our boys half, 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 half cut wearing somber, Union Jack trousers not very hard to find yeah and then all of a sudden there's these you've got on.
4: you've literally got the universal soldier fucking yeah. coming <laughs> the fucking back of you Dolph Lundgren <laughs> you <laughs> know I what I mean, mean? <laughs> and John Claude Van Damme yeah. with mouth guards and English <laughs> shirt on and fucking boxing gloves literally just Jeez. wiping
0: their mouths in a protein <laughs> shake that they've just had. look <laughs> L- shringe marks in the
4: eyes yeah, of yeah, performance enhancing drugs
0: <laughs> gum shield with probably like Drago on there oh, yeah. and, um, and they're coming in and they're, they're mate they're f- looking out head kicks yeah. when people are going past. They're actually that they're stood there. Not you're just going to show me a head kick? Yeah, I'm yeah. showing yeah. you on the, the show on the podcast. Doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do that again. Yeah, no, I <laughs> haven't had a head kick yet. But, but they're not like you know in English it will be like running up and yeah like throwing yeah throwing, throwing, each throwing each a stupid punch. One. These guys are bouncing, almost <laughs> wet, and then bang.
4: Yeah, good wall. That's <laughs> going to hurt you. That
0: wasn't a head kick. Yeah, well
4: it was kind of like more like a belly belly button kick. If I'm going to be totally honest, it didn't get high. It was.
0: It was. For the yeah, but, yeah, but what, if you're
4: not ready for that, all, all seriousness, if you're not ready, for, you're walking down the street. You're walking down the street. You know, you see somebody standing there, and you think, "What's he doing?" And then all of a sudden, you walk past. Bang. Yeah, that's what's happening.
0: That's what's that happening. is what's happening. That's what's happening. And there, and because there's tear gas, which is probably bad policing, mm. there, it's making more panic, more confusion. People are. Uh, it's probably providing almost like a, a veil of. Of, a of, cloak, a, a cloak of, of which they can kind of operate in, but as well as this what 's kind of is terrifying is that um, we 're hearing that they 've got little triages, little almost self made cells hospitals oh God, well, treatment facilities so that they 're wounded. Don't have to go to hospital. Oh they God can just fuck, do they get wounded with blokes that are eating yeah, fucking bit, yeah, eating, no co- yeah. eating croissants,
4: yeah. <laughs> walking. Who's going to injure them? Yeah, exactly.
3: Can exactly. I can I just ask a question it's about serious. this and stuff? Like, what? Because if you go to every England tournament uh, as a player, yeah. you you're aware of what's happening in, in the streets. You yeah. get news reports and stuff. But how much does it filter back to the players? Joe Hart was, was filmed saying. You know, stay safe, stay in the stadium after the game. Does does it affect players realistically? Well,
4: players are like... You see, what people don't understand, the players are, are, are normal blokes who are playing football. Of course, yeah. And they're right in the public eye. They've got family and friends at the game.
0: Yeah.
4: You know? And they could be anywhere in there. They've got family and friends at the game. So when you hear that something's happening, your first thing you're worried about is... Are my people all right? It's, yeah. it's, it's, because you're you're genuinely worried when you fu- when you when you're playing and you see all of a sudden, you see tussles and scuffles going on up there. Excuse me, you instantly think, oh, sh- oh shit! You, you you can see it happening. Yeah. You carry on playing, but you can see it happening.
0: Yeah,
4: you know that's that's the, the, it's not like oh I carry on now right now. You're wor- and then when you go in the dressing room, you know what I mean? You know you, everybody wants to fight. What's going on? What happened? What's going on? That's the... It's just like normal. It's just like everybody else. You're waiting for news, finding out what's going on. Mm. You know? It, it does affect, and then all of a sudden you get the people from the FA and you see the other day we saw Wayne Rooney having to do a, a little um, video and you see Wardson yeah. having to do a video. The sad thing about that is that is that I'm not going to sit here and say that none of our boys have not gone out there for trouble, but I don't think that they've gone out there to yeah. start trouble. No. If there's something happening, they'll probably have a bit. Yeah. But the fact is is that you know we're appealing, they're appealing we're appealing to our guys and I think that our boys are are, are going to behave themselves but if it's put on them they're going to protect themselves mm. yeah from you know what I mean, John Claude it, Van Damme it, and John <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger it feels like they're out of their depth to be honest are like our guys because everybody is out of their it's depth there's like,
0: 150 yeah, yeah, MMA trained I, martial arts right. yes.
4: can, can I just say though fellas just quick, are, are, are you looking forward to the Russian World Cup no like, am I not
0: no I mean no fucking way! Jesus Christ, if they're doing no. that. What's yeah. going to happen when we get there? Yeah, it's going to be like made. If, if 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 in another country they can because they don't care. They're doing that. They're not just doing that round the corner. They're doing that. At, it. At, fuck like full time in the game. The world's watching. Yeah. There's cameras <laughs> they everywhere. Yeah.
4: Like and they're, I heard the and, Russian, and, and they're not even some of them haven't But give the Russian sh- ministers saying that they that, that they sh- they should be applauded or so. I'm, no, I'm, so, so it's the, what was the, it, the Russian
3: the Russian Football Federation have, have, have condemned it. Uh, the top ranking officials have said that it's not on. But the backbenchers, i.e. the kind of Tory rebels in the, in our country, mm. uh, have said, fucking give it some lads." That's essentially what they've said. Well, they've said like, do you know what I mean? Crack them. These are so
4: crack on. In, in Russian, they said, "Go on, boys, crack them." Pretty much,
3: Jesus but more or less, verbatim. That's that's pretty much what's gone on. And, and as you say, like, I, 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 I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have been that nervous coming to France as an England fan. I would have been okay. I, I generally think that I would have got away scot free. Mm. And most people can avoid it if you want to. Going to Russia, you gotta got be out of your mind. You gotta be out of your mind to go
4: there. Could you imagine just going to the games? What they're gonna do if they? If you're talking about, they've got little places where they can go, little mini hospitals. Yeah. What if they've if they've set that up in France? What are they gonna set up yeah. in <laughs> Russia for us, <laughs> mate? Turrets. It's ridiculous. It's going to be like the Viet Cong. <laughs> and the Americans, they've dug tunnels. It, we're going to be is. walking along the street and people are sucking us under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, be dug, they'll be digging tunnels in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> like like, like, Viet, like in Vietnam, the, the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have English supporters coming back with a thousand yards there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? We're going to watch a football match. We we're, we're ended up in warfare. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. A and, bit and junk junkie, but that's... It seems like they... Um, so apparently a lot of these groups, right, they idolise English hooligans of the past. Okay. So they looked up to them. Some of the battles that used to get waged yeah. over Europe, they looked up to that. But I guess because they were behind the Iron Curtain, they, was, they were living in a, in a suppressed in a suppressed site. They didn't have the money to travel, so they didn't travel like, like it's now... Um, yeah. I guess they're further back on a curve of, that comes with capitalism right, and right. and stuff like that, and so ma- maybe that's why, so why they're so homophobic, etc. Yeah, but they're, they're still behind times with thinking and everything. Yeah, but it?
3: Matt, why aren't they getting pissed up then? Why, aren't they, why are they going into a fight with gloves, bum bag full of uh, gu- uh, uh, knuckle dusters right. and uh, gum shields and refusing, and refusing the- to eat
0: bread? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why aren't
3: they, bread, I bread, don't don't bread. they I don't want to, to, to <laughs> They <not, like>, <laughs> France, demanding egg and chips on, 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 on a, on a Saturday sat- Because, sat- because they're 20 years 20...
0: behind, yeah. But, uh, because yeah. they've taken it to a new level. It, it's a very sophisticated hooligan, <laughs> They're fanatical. They're it very seriously. But they've, I believe, have come to France... Not for the football, obviously, but for the off the the the, the non-football uh, euros, yeah. and what they're doing is they're fighting against a myth of what English hooliganism yeah, that, used that, to be. He's at home. Yeah. The fella they're looking
4: for is at yeah, home yeah. with his it's family. He's 60 years kids. old now. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's had enough. He's had a hip replacement. <laughs> you know <what laughs> <I mean? laughs> He's at home yeah. with his Stanley knives <laughs> up in a frame. When I'm, I'm alive. Exactly. It's
3: yeah. just ridiculous. So, they're, they're, they're reportedly 3,000 of England's top hooligans, top in inverted commas, because there's nothing top about being... Good yeah. at fighting while well, pissed. But the, 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 the 3,000 of England's top boys re, re, refused travel. I think when they go to Russia, this isn't... I, I'm not saying we should do this. I'm just saying maybe to give us a fighting chance against those maniacs. It's just...
4: A, just lift their bands just for that little tournament. So you want us to go and literally uh, go to war with no, of, on, these Russians. No, no, no. What
3: I want is that no English fan should should travel and we'll, we'll walk away from it. Or actually, do you know what? Genuinely, I think the FA should say... We're not playing there. We won't. We won't uh, uh, support this tournament in Russia because some of our fans are at risk. But if they, if the FA aren't willing to do it, then at
4: least. I will tell you what, that Gip wouldn't be. I, I know that it, it won't happen, and people will say, "What a load of bollocks you're talking." But like, it would. I would love it if we just said, "We are not. Yeah. We do not. We are not prepared mm. to go to Russia and bring our fans." What so. a statement that would be. You know what I mean? Mm. What are you going to do? Fe- hang on a minute, FIFA are bad in us. FIFA, like the, holy, the holier-than-thou FIFA. Yeah. You know what I mean? What we should do is we're saying, listen, we're not going to Russia because when our fans are not safe and we don't, we don't believe that it's, it's we, 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 are, we should put them in that kind of
0: jeopardy. Yeah. Sh- it shouldn't happen. It won't happen.
2: No.
0: It won't happen. It should, but
4: it won't happen. But it should happen.
0: It should, and you know that the tournaments are put in places like Russia, put in places like Qatar, probably was put in... Brazil, South Africa, they don't want to put it a lot of the times in a place that's set up to deal with it. They want to put it in places where, by, they can, um, uh, essentially it's, it's all a part of the whole, the whole corruption, the whole thing, the backhanders into, into places like that. Um, it's probably another story, but we (laughs) could,
4: we could do, we could do that another time because it's, 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 you could, you could, you could talk about that for ages really. Yeah. Yeah and what could happen it would be, be a
0: good question to ask the, the, the podcast because, listeners because really. guitar as well I mean I don't know what I well. so up so man so just, just got to change up from that can mm. um, we change, change it? down can we change down change we could down? just yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, change let's, let's turn it down yeah. like, uh, like a hoddle warm down that he was yeah. telling us <laughs> yeah. about that he discovered in Monaco with are um, uh, you alright now by the way you relax, yeah I've just
3: right? come over I just, when, when you said that just I was listening to what he was saying and you saw so he, he went. he went he transferred to Monaco uh, and they Wenger just taken over mm. and they were saying you've got a warm down you've got to uh, get massages and and, and, and warm down mm. and Hodder uh, was saying that and Tottenham was it, there with
0: Mark Hately at the time
3: yeah Mark Hately him and Mark Hately and he was saying uh, Tottenham if they were asked for a warm down or a massage they would have been called uh, you know a derogatory term yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and chased out the club essentially it was a different yeah, it was a different
4: time because like it was you know those times was it's, it's a very, it's very m- macho. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't need a rub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're going to do it with sandpaper. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's it's really weird, but like, you know, as time goes by, you realise that everything what you're doing like that, and those people, like Venga, you're talking about, how long ago was that? 80, what? 86, 87?
0: Yes.
2: And, yeah. You
4: know, look how far be- be- beyond the years they were yeah. because now everyone's doing it. And, you know, what Wenger was, was, is all about everything that you do to your body preparing for the Saturday is for your body to be in its peak condition. Mm. If that means you need massages, if it means you need B6, B12, whatever it is, creatine, um, whatever it is that's going to get you to perform to your maximum on a Saturday, Wenger would do it. If you said, listen, I don't want to train all week. I want massages all week because I feel that I'll be able would say, do that. Mm. Did you buy into it straight away? Absolutely. Because everybody, I did. all our foreign boys did. Dennis, straight into it because I roomed with Dennis. Patrick, all the French boys, done exactly Wenger. Whatever Wenger said, they done instantly. And then slowly, we all just got in line with it because we were doing it together because Wenger would speak to us and say how, how strong this is going to make us. And he was right
3: can I ask you I'm being a little bit cheeky here can I just ask you a question yeah. and this will, will dispel a myth that's been circulated amongst Spurs fans for many 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 years yeah. it's one we hold over Arsenal fans was Dennis Burkamp a Tottenham fan um,
4: he's, he was a massive um, Glen Oddle fan Right, wasn't a Tottenham fan he was a massive Glen Oddle fan which, is Which by
0: enough. proxy made him a bit of a Tottenham, Tottenham fan. Proxy, he yeah. supported him. He loved Dennis. He loved lo- lo- Dennis. Loved Glenn Hoddle. Right? He loved Glenn
4: Hoddle. How can you not? Well playing yeah, Exactly.
0: But I love the. Um, I like because obviously TV from when Dennis Bergkamp would have been younger and looking up mm. Glenn Hoddle, be a very different beast to what it is mm. you know now, uh, even what it was ten years ago so uh, me and Stu were talking about this the other day about when you were a kid and Stu would order because he liked foreign football and mm. he'd order these v- video cassettes that he'd get through a back of a football comic like a mm. shoe and they'd send him these VHS of Ajax's games it <coughs> wouldn't be in English or anything and he'd sit and watch these things wow. so it's, you had to back in those days you had to pursue football you had to find, find it. it you had to earn it in a way Ooh. now it's omnipresent isn't it you can watch any game in the Ooh. world from your phone really yeah. Um, so I like the thought of this young Dutch kid or whatever, kind of well, he's, seeing he's, this English guy and thinking. God, yeah, but he had an him. affinity
4: with English footballer. No. He was named. He's named after Dennis Law. Oh, was oh, he? I didn't know yeah. that. He's named after Dennis Law, former
0: Huddersfield Town Dennis Law. What
4: is wrong with you, man? Every single one of them obviously couldn't wait to leave there. What you take? What you're like, talking about it like? is how are Talking about it like they wanted to stay. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> they wanted to stay they couldn't they went to Huddersfield they couldn't <laughs> wait to get out of the place I tell
3: you what I, I, I've only known that about eight or nine months and I have noticed throwing Huddersfield every, every, every opportunity
0: of course <laughs> But this reminds me I was telling you because I, I like to talk a bit about racism in a bit right but mm-hmm. this reminds me and we were, we were on the way here and I was saying that um, there was a period in our friendship where you used to accuse me of being racist. Yeah, I used to love that. I know, uh, yeah, I didn't like it cause I was a, racist, <laughs> <but> <laughs> because I'm not a racist. Because I'm not a It's very hard. Just ask for a phone call I'd be like, um, look, You're starting to make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> you're starting to make me feel uncomfortable. He's like, Look, it, it's not your fault. It's it's you're all brilliant. It's, your it's,
4: it's where you're, you're from. It must be. It yeah. is, but, um, I mean, look... You so know, but, yeah, but the thing with it is, is that with racism and, and, like, people with me, like I said, I grew up with Millwall. I was Millwall when I was nine. I was saying to you, Flav, and um, he's asking me about Millwall. Yeah. And it's the first place I saw a football match, and that's where I fell in love with football it was at Millwall down the den. And it was very confusing because when I was a nine-year-old young black guy with my mate Patrick Dyer and my other mate Stephen Pittman, a white guy, and then um, Robert 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 Davis and all those guys... You know, white guys, so two white, two black guys, two white guys, or oh, how many of us it was. And, you know, the, the same old Dockers, who would be slaughtering people, swearing, doing the black this, black that, and that. They would help us. So if it got too packed, they'd lift us up from the front and we'd have to all go at the back. Yeah. And then we'd stand on those, you know, the iron gird a bit and old You Yeah, to, the barrier you know thing. Standing, yeah. You know, you stand on there and you're fucking holding on to an old Docker while he's watching the game. You know what I mean? So, just, you know what I mean? And so he might be... Um, racially abusing someone hold making sure that I don't fall off the fucking iron thing. you know so for me you know yeah when we was younger we had to run from skinheads and that but it was a laugh because if a skinhead caught you, caught you when we was younger you literally you was like not caught cool. you know what I mean we're talking about these Dr. mines that were laced up to their knees tight jeans in their check shirt and and jackets you know and braces and all that if they could catch you in your plimpsoles and everything mm-hmm. that you're wearing, you deserve a beating. You deserve a beating. <laughs> beat. And the amount of times that, you know what I mean, you'd get these skinheads, you'd have to run from them, and then some of the times, some of the older black guys, you'd see one of them on their own, and, they, and the older black guys would get them and say, was it him? And you'd see them squirming. Really? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? they say, no, I didn't. It was then, they were telling me to do it, and all this sort of stuff. I found, um, when I was younger, that race, it wasn't, it wasn't a problem for me. And even... Up until now, you know, what I mean, obviously, when I went into football grounds and people were vitriolically slaughtering me from like five yards away, racist. You know, what I mean, to the point you just look at them and you think, what's wrong with you? Acting like monkeys, <laughs> calling me a monkey, acting like monkeys. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, you know, it was really, really strange. Where that was where I really got my um, real blast of, of, of racism. But it never, when I was younger, I wasn't. That never, never bothered me at all. And even when they were doing it there. And even, even when they were doing it in the ground, it didn't bother me. And then, you know, now we've got to a, a, a situation where you, you literally can't say anything mm. without being accused of being ageist, racist, um, feminist, uh, sexist, or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's very hard. Doing, like being on live television trying to speak your mind is hard. Some minefield. Yeah. Just in case you say
0: one word, one thing, one thing, thing your career's over. One career. Yeah. And you know, then you've got social media it go viral. Yeah. Like we <laughs> were saying before, that that then little moment would be magnified because that's what they're waiting for. Yeah. That's what they are waiting for. It does seem like the well set up in a bit of a, the, the wrong way at the
3: moment. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Honestly, I was I was I had like a, a list of in my head about three or four questions that I wanted to ask you about racism in really? football and how it changed it, but you, you pretty much answered them, all of them. Um, I I kind of thought did that change your relationship with football but obviously it didn't yeah I've got nothing it's
0: funny funny that I mean there was a lot of uh, it it is weird because it has changed a lot I mean so Junior obviously uh, you know what I mean we we, we both know well Flourke probably don't know him like I I know that he's I think he felt it quite a bit at school and stuff like that and then feels it's very different but then still says when he goes out of London it, when he goes up north it mm. feels a little bit kind of different but yeah I guess it's a uh, um, definitely different out there
4: yeah, yeah. It is different because like in London it's a lot more cosmopolitan things are happening um, very very quick down in London you know I'd say Manchester's just as vibrant yeah as, as London but I'd say um, in London things happening it's, it's, it's like that you know what I mean? And that's not being disrespectful to Huddersfield, but I don't think things are happening as fast as no, they're in the school, is there? It's like a... Uh... You know what I mean? I'm sure that you'll be able to find some fellas of certain age. You could find them in London. Some fellas of certain age in Huddersfield, and like I say, you will find them in London. I've got different views mm. about everything right now. And if you, if, they, if you got them to sit and speak on this podcast, uh, a, a, a certain... And I'm talking black and white people. Yeah. yeah. A certain age group sitting and talking on this podcast, uh, I'd probably, you know, I'd be people accuse them all of being racist and mm-hmm. sexist and ageist and everything because they, they live in a different time, mm-hmm. come from a different time.
3: Right, you might be surprised to, to hear me say this, right? But um, I know a little bit about being a marginalised person um, because I was a Tottenham fan yeah. who went to Highbury Grove School yeah. Yeah. during the 90s. Yeah. And you remember how bad the Tottenham were that at the time? Be, yeah. That's uh, can I You can imagine
4: how bad that was for me. That could be, yeah. that could be really Mainly bad. Mainly yours and Kevin Campbell's fault, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was
0: telling. I was it's to the Beast, he went to the. He was in the year above the Beast? Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I was a,
3: year, a year above uh, Akinfam were at that school, Ivy Grove.
0: Didn't know him then, obviously. But... There's
3: no reason why I confirmed I would have known me. I was lucky <laughs> I, I, I survived. Uh, a lot. <laughs> we, so, we used to play uh, football in um, Harvest Estate, which is right next to uh, the Emirates Stadium Ooh. now, just down the road from Highbury. And my mate Elmo, um, the uh, rotund Italian guy, used to practice uh, Kevin Campbell's chip that he against Everton. I think oh, it was Everton was and he, he, he had his arms in the air celebrating before the ball even hit the net does this, this ring any bells at all? No Kevin Campbell's no he played for Everton I don't know it, it might have been against Luton he chipped ba- I'll I, I, I fuck this basically it was a good
0: goal I know the goal where he does a, a little chip he yeah. chipped,
3: he, Kevin Campbell chipped the ball into the net and his arms were raised into the air before it even hit the net yeah. and yeah. Elmo would try that
0: for days and days and days <laughs> never quite pulled it off poor old Elmo don't know what he's doing now so, right, everybody that's this listening, to, I will kind of assume that they know your story, that you came into the game quite late, yeah. um, and that you'd had a few trials, and, and you'd kind of, and this is what I'm asking ask you about, is it fair to say you'd given up on football? Like, would you say that? Um,
4: after I went to a trial with Brighton when I was 19, and I didn't get in after, I'd done everything I could to, to get there on time and lent money, done everything. Um, I kind of gave up on football then, but I didn't give up on football. I just uh. gave up on professional football. Right. started carry on playing Sunday morning football because that was that was where I was able to go back to the to the bosom and the love of the people who supported me. So I went back and you know I, the thing what, what was happening was is I was scoring four and fives and even to, like, you meet people now and you say yeah I remember my dad used to play against him. He used to score loads of goals, and you know. I used to score loads of goals, but I didn't think it was because I was any good. I thought it was because I was playing at such a low level of football, you know. <laughs> I had trials for a lot of clubs when I was younger. London, I had trials for London, the district, I couldn't even get in the district team. I tried trials for London, didn't get in, you know what I mean, Millwall, Palace, all of the teams, Orient, Charlton, mm. didn't get in. So when I was 19 and I had that trial, after playing a lot of Sunday morning football, and I didn't get in, I just, by then I started, Sean was like, I just got with Sean's mum and he was like three years old or something, oh. three years and eight months. So, you know what I mean, I didn't give I gave up on playing professional football, but I didn't give up on playing football, I just carried on playing yeah. Sunday morning football. But you didn't think it was going to happen? Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen because I couldn't do any more than what mm-hmm. I'd done because um, when I went to Brighton, I scored goals... Um, you know, in reserve games against Swindon, I remember playing at Swindon where I signed my first autograph. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean that was weird. Signed my first All-Graph I scored goals against Reading when I went to Reading. These are the first times I played in a stadium as well, so it was all very new to me. <coughs> and I scored goals playing in their training games against their first team. So, and they were. I used to travel in with Dean Wilkins, Chris Ramsey, and Perry Digweed. They were convinced that I was going to sign, but because um, the,
3: so. you like so all of these teams, all all, all the, 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 the the
4: goals you scored and decent performances. what, what was the reason why? Ain't got a clue. Don't know. That's the thing, Flav It was um, you know now that I've I've got through. I've got no bitterness or I don't feel um, you know I mean any angst towards any scout or for not picking me up and that you know what I mean they all tried to only once I got through, yeah, I remember telling this one about him, and I remember, all yeah. oh, bollocks, you know what I mean, <laughs> all rubbish, they, they, you know, they just didn't do their job properly, I mm. um, just needed somebody to have a little bit of faith, and I'm really pleased that by the time I did get to Palace, and I didn't really, when I got the Palace trial, I wasn't really fussed about about it, because I, I turned them down three times, they kept asking me for the trial, and then in the end, the, um, my boss, who I was working for, Gary Twidell, he gave me the he gave me the time off, and he said, "I'll get you the, I'll give you the job back in two weeks after the trial." Because I genuinely thought we weren't going to get in, mm. just thought I'd just go and have two weeks playing football and come back. It was that was that was my attitude. So when I went there, I didn't care, didn't care about trying to impress anyone, mm. I didn't care about um, trying to turn up on time and all that. I just got there when I got there, trained. When I finished, done a couple of sh- bits of shooting and this because I didn't have nothing to do. If I went back at that time, mm. they saw it as me um, trying to impress and show people that I want to stay behind and look and, and work on my game. In the end, it worked out that I, I built a work ethic because when you're working from seven in the morning, getting home at seven, eight o'clock at night, you know what I mean, then all of a sudden you're playing football from ten thirty till twelve thirty, finishing maybe at one. What, what are you going to go on? What are you going to do? Right. So I just ended up practicing with the balls and left foot, right foot, crossing, everything, and that just built my. And I kept that all the way through my football career. And it all started because I didn't have nowhere to go if I went home. <laughs> that yeah. time. So that was really. It was all worked. It all, you know, the stars yeah. aligned for me. You know, the planets aligned for me. Do you know, I, I can I
3: said the exact same thing. He said he, he was about a club. Uh, and he went over to Lithuania because there was a contract there for him. I oh, no, a trial for him, yeah. and he was like, "I don't want. Uh, I, I don't know. How I can relax. I, I don't need to work for this. This isn't what something I want. Yeah. I'm going to go there and just play some football." And he lit it up. Because he yeah, felt that all the pressure had been removed,
4: yeah. and so they ended tri- up giving yeah. him a three-year deal. When didn't want a three-year deal, they're gonna have it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's like when trialists used to come to Palace, and when later on at Arsenal, and I used to always give them time and treat them right, and try to let them try to tell them to relax, play your game. Because yeah. you know? if they're gonna get rid of you, they're gonna get rid of you. So when they, if they get rid of you, make sure they get rid of you you feeling like you you couldn't do any more and you play like you play. Because that's the one thing I'd have regretted if I went to palace at that stage of my life. Because now I've, I've had a decent job, I had a missus, I had a kid, Bradley she's pregnant with Bradley. And I had a purpose. So, you know, if I'm not gonna be a footballer, it wasn't gonna be like oh, Jesus, my life's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I was fourteen and fifteen, you know what I mean I was maybe I was trying too hard. In the trials, I don't know, if, like, But the fact is, um, when I went on that trial, I didn't give a shit whether they took me or not. Yeah. So I just played
0: in the games. That, that is, yeah. I, I can't see that how you relax and, yeah. and 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 all of a sudden you you're able to kind of find this great performance and stuff like. That. So a lot of times I think that it's like taking a penalty, isn't it? Mm. It's like you could stand up and put it in wherever you want to put the ball, like most professional <coughs> footballers can do, but the minute that it's not just about doing that and it's actually, oh, if you score this, then we stay in the tournament yeah. and everyone's watching at home and when you start to think about all these other things, just just moving, just walking can start to feel awkward, let alone putting the penalty where you used to. So I, I can completely see that.
4: I think that, um, what you're talking about pressure as well? Yeah. I think that, and, um, I think what, what alleviates pressure, people like I always said about nerves, are you nervous? So, now I've got good nerves. I've got, got my stomach, I've got butterflies in my belly's churning. Adrenaline, um, yeah. kind of. But because you're prepared, because I've done so much practicing, I knew that if I got a one-on-one, there's a good chance yeah. I'm going to score it. Yeah. The only reason why pressure starts to mount and you know, is if, if you're not prepared. Mm. And that goes for anything. Yeah. You, if you're nervous... When you're about to do something, whether it's an exam or a football or a driving test or whatever it is, and you're not prepared, your nerves are going to get the better of you, you will fail. Cause you're I, not prepared.
0: I've heard um, some uh, mixed martial artists speak about that as well and saying that actually the fight is the easy bit, it is it? Yeah. Because it's everything that you've done that leads up to on it. that journey. If you've trained hard, you've done all that thing, the fight's the easy bit because you've done the hard work. Yeah, but why, it's kind of that, it's a similar thing, is it's, it's,
4: it's, it's exactly that because when when you're nervous and you're standing in that tunnel, whether you're going to go and play for England or Arsenal or an FA Cup final or a European Cup final, like Cup Cup final, whatever it is. The reason why the nerves don't get the better of you is because you know that I've trained very well all week. I've I've practiced all week. I know what I'm doing. So the nerves don't take over. The butterflies go. Because you have a couple of nice touches, you're away. You're fine. It's when you've been shit, you know that I should have gone to bed early. I didn't go to bed. That is when you look back and think... Didn't really prepare that well. Yeah, oh, I should have done this. That's when it gets the, gets the barrier. That's why I
0: didn't score at one more game. Uh, I
4: didn't sc- uh, To be honest, I know you was too busy periscoping exactly, me. Exactly, I know. The pitch.
0: I was working. I was taking my, absolutely my job ridiculous. Too seriously. Too seriously. do you think? It's well, ridiculous. I was I was up all late like, planning. I was up early planning. I didn't even stretch. I didn't. I warm up. I didn't, you. I didn't want you to play. Crazy. I, I didn't want you to play. I know you didn't. He didn't want me to play. Why? that's because
4: I bullying just wanted, because it was it was bullying
0: because I do was bullying it was bullying him I
4: wasn't bullying him but I just love just antagonising him <laughs> you're uh, not
3: playing
4: he would say <laughs> right right over right to him. the last
0: minute he was just like look Matt you know there's then, um, <laughs> sometimes you know people it's not their own fault but they're just they just don't make the team. <laughs> they just don't make the cuts. I've been be afraid. You, you? You, you made it, didn't you? did You I put yourself on. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. He pulled rank. I think that there was a bit of uh, wanting me to go. on. Um, no man. I mean, it's, uh, it was interesting the whole thing about the. Uh, oh, were you just going to say something? No, 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 no the, not at all. The whole thing about you. Because um, I remember in my head I had it that you'd quit and you'd given up on football. And I was just thinking that that's not kind of consistent with the guy that I know in a way, because I mean, you've obviously been in Ball, involved in Ball Street um, since the start of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and uh, just when we were talking about your career on the Eurostar over, when we were talking about it, I was like, God, did he? I'm sure he's quit on football. Mm-hmm. But that was, he, he, like I said, goes against the guy I that never, I know. because you know, I've, never, I've never quit at anything. Well, that's what I was gonna say, because there's times when things got a bit difficult for us. Like, do you remember the Durham thing? Right yes. at the start, we yeah. were all we set up, oh, yeah. ready to go, you and Durham, all yeah. of a sudden, talks about wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. And then, and I remember being, f- f- I was like, fuck man, we're putting all this effort, this yeah. is gonna happen. Like, it, I was derailed. And I remember sitting there, sitting in my car, and we had a conversation, yeah. and you were just like, look man, don't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. They, it I mean, he ain't gonna make it. Blah blah blah. Don't worry. Keep going. And, and and I've seen that in you like several times, and it's something that I really admire. Uh, and it's something that I, um, you know, I, I try and take with me yeah. almost. Well, you
4: know, you know what it is is that um, it's because the reason why I felt like I felt like because you're self Stu so passionate and so determined about what you're doing for one person who. Um, was didn't have anything to do with it but was going was going to contribute to it mm-hmm. for that for, to to the whole house of cards to fall down it's ridiculous yeah you know what i mean just got to, just keep going yeah. just keep doing what you're doing and and like you know i know you know this is why things get lost in translation about me qu- quitting football maybe somebody's trying to say to to embellish my story i don't want I to embellish my story i didn't quit Football. Yeah. I quit the, the dream simply yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the experience of uh, of Brighton. But I carried on
0: playing Sunday morning yeah, football. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not saying it was yeah. sad. It's just in my head, I had yeah. it that way. But the
4: thing is, but like I've, I've never. If my ankle wasn't fused, I'd be playing now. Like, yeah. everybody, all these Arsenal fans are asking me about this Legends game um, against AC Milan. Sixty thousand sellout. You've got to be there. I said I can't play. I said I can't play. So I'm not coming. Simply because I do not want to be in a se- sixty thousand stadium with Arsenal legends and not be able to play. Yeah, S- stand, not be the able stand. to do your
2: thing.
0: Yeah. I remember at one more game. I mean, you injured your hamstring quite early on. Essentially, you were you were going down the inside right, right. channel, like asking for the ball yeah. sort of on the yeah. inside of the centre half, ridiculous. so you could get around the outside. You, you, like you were nineteen. Ridiculous. What you
4: because what what I was doing was, I was doing what I normally do in that yeah. situation, when the ball is in that situation. Because whatever people say, even though I'm 52, you know I mean, at the time when I was 50 years old, um, you know, when the ball goes, it switches on, what yeah. used to happen. Yeah. So the defender's there, I'm going to run run off the back of him, and right at the death, just at the right time, I'm going to start in get in front of him and, and, and finish. That yeah. doesn't change. No, the only thing that changes is the fact that you can't do that yeah. anymore. With your ankles. You know what I mean? Ankle, hamstring, yeah. so... You know, but it's it's, it's one, that's one of the things that I... Um, if people say, do you regret the amount of injections you took because now your ankle's fused and you can't play in a game at the Emirates, 60,000 people and Thierry and Dennis and everybody like that. And you think to yourself, well, I, I, I took... I took the injections because I'd I done that for the team and ultimately for the fans. Because if I... There's certain games that if I didn't play for Arsenal, where if I wasn't scoring at that particular time, there wasn't actually scoring many goals. Yeah. So, you know, with Arsenal fans now, the idiots that I I had to deal with when I was dealing with on Twitter, they don't know what my story is. They don't yeah. know what I'd done for the, for the Arsenal Football Club. Yeah. So as we can carry on playing and yeah. get through a certain period where Arsenal were not doing anything, but I was still scoring. Yeah, yeah. They seem to forget all that because it's it's quite convenient yeah. for them to forget that because they probably came along with the Emirates and they came along with the Invincibles. Yeah. So they think that Arsenal only existed then. Yeah. They don't realise that in those times from 93 up to 96, 97, 98, I was still scoring goals when mm. we wasn't nowhere near.
2: Yeah, and uh, You know career. what I mean? And yeah, so yeah.
4: what? what sometimes... You know, when, you, when I hear how disrespectful Arsenal fans are when they come on and speak to me on Twitter, it makes me very sad. And it's one of the things I do not
0: yeah.
4: want to see anymore. Mm. I'd rather just. Because, let's face it, Matt, when, I, when I'm walking down the street and I see, I've never seen an Arsenal fan, as, never, no Arsenal fan has ever been as rude and abusive to me. Seen them on the street than yeah. when they're out there on Twitter yeah. it won't happen no, it won't. so if I stay away from Twitter then I stay away from them Yeah, so that's why yeah. i do it
0: and, and it is I mean it's a it, it's a it's a really strange thing because I've obviously been to an Arsenal game with you and I know all we went in the car park and stuff like yeah. that but just walking out afterwards and seeing people's reactions I've never been to a football match with someone that's like 180 how many did you get 186 185 goals for a club um, uh, you know and whenever I'm with you there's grown men grown men that look intimidating sometimes almost their face in disbelief I've had three blokes just... crying
4: in my presence <laughs> that's the... really fucking like, weird oh
0: my... because what do you do a
4: grown man you know he wells up he wells up and you know that's, that's humbling mate that's I, humbling player. you can't you, that's not something I can it's a, It's an amazing that, thing that's, that's, you that's you what you, you realise I
3: cried twice tonight you, just in front of Glenn <laughs> <are on> the <laughs> yeah, just, just going, going to the, the toilet. toilet again <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, it's but I, I completely understand it. do you understand what I'm saying what, no, what, I, uh, what you do, what, what right what you don't understand is what the impact that players like you have had on men uh, and the idea of uh, of, of them meeting uh, and and breaking that spell of what happens on the pitch because when I, when I watch Tottenham players now mm. Aaron Lennon in my head is my dad's age yeah. because he's Aaron Lennon and, and, and he's uh, and, and Ledley King Ledley King's like my granddad or my great grandad so do you know what I mean we're the same age yeah. we're not though do you know what I mean so you, 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 you do you know what I'm talking about you, I get you, I, I you talk feel... at and you idolise and you, you put them up on a on, on pedestal and mm. you've been placed on a pedestal and for that pedestal to be removed, the pits to be removed, and to be on a level in the street or wherever it may be, is for lots of people difficult to understand and, and right. contemplate, and your emotions get the better of you. Not me,
4: like yeah, okay, yeah, not Odo yeah, in yeah. front of me,
3: but the you know, the, yeah, I understand where I, those I told, yeah, Arsenal I, fans were coming from. I, I what hear you, I'm saying.
4: you yeah, but like I say, just as much as you look at that side of it, and that is the actual, that's the utopia of it. It's fantastic, yeah. And you know, what I mean, when you're playing, you don't think that at some stage. <laughs> You're going to be playing to the point where you've placed yourself into somebody's life to the point where they cry when they see you. But <coughs> but when when you see when somebody when somebody does that, like I say, it's very hard. It's very hard to, to comprehend it. And mm. that, the, the the reverse side of that is is the abuse, mm. the, the rude. But yeah. they they would not do that to me on the street. No, so they can I really take it as abuse? You know, I'm de- you're dealing with um, worldwide fans. Some
0: of them don't even go to the, to the ground. I think it's... Um, I think with a lot of stuff, I think it's like the state of mind that you're in sometimes, you know. So I think that you could probably see some of these things 23 hours of the day and be kind of cool with it. But sometimes you're tired. You know, me, myself, I'm tired when something happens, <laughs> someone says something, and you just kind of... you just like, You, fuck know, off. you know what, you man? Know yeah, but the thing is, is that sometimes...
4: Sometimes, like I say, your ego drags you to it. Yeah. And so, You know what I mean? And it, it, it made, it's made me thick-skinned. Because you have to look at it and you have to
0: read people saying... You have to manage your mind about it and how you deal with it. Absolutely, yeah.
4: And sometimes I... Sometimes I'd retort and yeah. you'd say things like, why are you answering someone? Because I feel like I want to answer that person. Yeah. I'm not bothered about or why you're giving them attention. I let them know. Okay, you want some attention? Okay, I'll give you some. Give you some. You know what I mean? And um, so you give him attention, but the reason why the other day uh, it, was, it was before I got here, it was while I was here. I got here. We was literally uh, we was having our dinner tonight right. with uh, with all the pit with everybody, and I was there with Sophia and the girl, and I said, you know what? So I'm coming off. Didn't, no abuse, no nothing. I just thought, you know what? It's just time. Yeah. I'll just say that you know what, it's time to leave and that's what I put out, it's time to leave um, because I don't want to, you know what is? it is, my, I, I started to dislike a lot of Arsenal fans, started to block a lot, I went on a blocking spree for the last 4 or 5 days before I came off and a lot of the people I was blocking um, were Arsenal fans as well um, and I don't believe that they are, they are the kind of Arsenal, I, I, I literally can't deal with Arsenal fans being rude. And, and disrespectful, yeah. Because like because I say, you, I've, you give everything that I say, I say, you know. What I mean, I'm, I limp around now. Me and Craig Bellamy are having a laugh today. His knees all over the place. Right. My ankle's all over the place. Look at Glenn Aldo; all over the place. Dicko, we've given a lot. Yeah. And a lot of footballers, you give a lot to the clubs you play for. And for me to be walking around now, limping around, I've had to fuse my ankle. Yeah. and I'd done it for the club I didn't do it for me, yeah. I'd done it because George Graham, I remember George Graham saying to me would you play if it was a final, would you take an injection if it was a final, I remember I had to take six injections uh, yeah. in a week when we played Sheffield Wednesday in the final on a the Saturday and then we had to play them again on Thursday six quarter zone injections I had to but, yeah. in a week now if I didn't play I scored in both of those games as well <laughs> Now, if I don't play, Arsenal fans. Are, it's, no, yeah. it's all, all seriousness, man. Yeah. If I don't play, Arsenal fans are going to say, "What? He, he, not, he didn't play in a final." You know what I mean? Mm. I played in that final because I knew what it not only meant to, to me, but what it meant to them.
2: Yeah.
4: What it meant to the club. So to be here now, limping around, you know what I mean? And they've got, the you know they they've had the invincibles, they've had everything, but the fact that my, myself and players in my generation, Dicko and all of us. Given so much, and like even Dico, some of the abuse and the stick he gets. You know, I mean, I mentioned uh, like even Tony Adams, stick and abuse that he gets. You know, what the things, some of the things they say, and it's these new age Arsenal fans. If I'm going to be totally honest, that I just I I do not want to read them having a guard me Hmm. anymore about what I'm saying about Arsenal club that I love, love the club dearly. So. i I, that's why i've come up that's why when you say so will he go back on i don't know i don't think Mm so sitting right here now i could categorically say how i feel now no could feel differently you know in a few months time but as i speak now if i judge by the way i normally go probably won't i do instagram quite like that just put
0: some videos up it's nice yeah wow the um I was just going to say, did you know as well before you had those injections? Did you actually, when making that of decision, did you, of did you know what the impact The, the ramifications were, of course.
4: Gary Lillin told me that's his job. The doctors told her. They said that you'll have problems when you get older.
0: But you still just do it anyway. You
4: know what I mean? I could play golf now. I want to play football. What, what am I missing out? What, playing in front of 60,000 in a in a game that really doesn't mean anything apart from people coming and seeing a bunch of old blokes running about, acting, trying to get that... I don't know trying to relive the, the, mm. the, the greatness well you say that pulling your hands pulling your hands and trying to run that stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you've, you've, to
3: be fair you've mentioned that three times that so oh. obviously means something and the fact that you some- the fact that you're you, you've taken that and actually are, are unable to do that now does mean that you've given up something that yeah. you, that belongs to yeah, you you deserve you know yeah. forget all the partisanship I'm a Spurs fan whatever you deserve given what you've given to Arsenal Football Club you deserve to be able to go and do that again yeah. and the fact is that you can't because of the fact you know you played in those two finals against Sheffield Wednesday and I remember as a Spurs fan looking at them going just one of those games Sheffield Wednesday got to turn up as <laughs> it turned out, oh, just one just, <laughs> as it turned out they didn't and you got the cut double or whatever yeah. don't matter but the fact is that, that because of those decisions you made at that time this is what I've got to do for my football club forget it I ain't a job this is about glory I've got to go and do that mm. it means that you can't do that now and for some dickhead on Twitter, and I guarantee you that they aren't the people that you think they are, they're just very lonely, sad people yeah. that are, are, are venting because yeah. they're fucking
4: idiots. As much as, I, I totally believe you, and I believe Matt, Matt is my, my social media guru, and I know that as we go along, as the weeks and the months go along, he will be doing everything he can to get me into some form of... Um, social media miss, <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, um, and it's, it's, you know what I mean, and I, and I appreciate him for doing it. But the fact is, 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 I just literally cannot take. Yeah, like, I can't deal with Arsenal fans. having I mean, a going go because I've got to do. I've got to say. I've got to say. What am I supposed to say about yeah. Arsenal in the season what's just gone? Yeah, you know, Arsenal um, in a season where they're the only team that beat the champions twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? They play, they play Southampton when they're top of the league in and around <coughs> Christmas or whatever it was before Christmas. And it's a game where you think, OK, you you, you can lose... If you lose the game, you know what I mean? Lose it 1-0, lose it 2-1. But, like, even worse ways, you're top of the league, get a draw, because that's what you've got to do. You've got to do something, Arsenal, so as you can show people, like, hey, normally Arsenal lose that. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the, the Man United game, one of the weaker Man United's in. We know, we know about Rashford now, but it was a Manchester United team that were there for the for the taking with the way Arsenal were playing leading into that game. They lost that as well. And then you've got the Swansea, the Swansea at home. Again, a team at home, Arsenal, going for what they were going for with all the, 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 the normal teams, the, 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 the usual suspects, the protagonists, out of it. You know, I mean, Leicester going for it, Tottenham were going for it, Arsenal lose against Swansea, you know, and then the point that they, they missed, messed up with Palace. Those are just those are just four games where you could see where <clears throat> there needed to be a shift in the mentality of Arsenal. Mm. And what, what I've got to talk about that. Yeah. Because when I'm playing for Arsenal, we, under George Graham, with Tony Adams as their captain lead, and all the back five and everything, it was do or die. Yeah you know what I mean we had to make sure that we got something out of those games yeah. and um, sometimes you look at the way Arsenal play and in games like that Arsenal, Arsenal comes out and he makes excuses for players that he's had a lot of faith in
2: yeah.
4: and I, this is what I say this, these are the things I say on Twitter I find myself having arguments with with Arsenal fans about things that they've seen themselves happen
2: yeah.
4: you know what I mean I'm laughing at Tottenham because of what Tottenham lost to Chelsea and Tottenham lost to to Newcastle at the end of the season Tottenham had a better goal than Arsenal did yeah stayed in the race for longer they they? had a better goal than Arsenal did and you know what the only thing that Tottenham done at the end was they let themselves down with the Newcastle game badly yeah
0: you
4: know what I mean I wouldn't say so much the Chelsea game yes the Chelsea game gave Leicester the league but Tottenham chasing Leicester like they did for as long as they did yeah I would have loved to have seen Arsenal Mm. do that yeah Chase them and put them under the kind of pressure that maybe could have made them wilt. They did, but they didn't. Mm. They fell away long before. They fell away before that. Yeah. But then like, well. yeah, so they laughed laughing the Spurs. So those are the did. things. Before, no, the thing is, Matt, The point I'm making is, is that that's me talking from my heart about what I think about what's happened. And when people coming on saying "fuck you," what do you know? You're not no, you, you, your, your legendary status has been relinquished. You're not in a legend. You're a fuck this and that
0: can't do that anymore
4: don't yeah.
0: want that don't want that it's um, yeah it, it's a shame I mean I, I think that I think that whether you were on Twitter or not these people would be having the same rounds with anyone it's like there's a I know I hate, I hate to be in Huddersfield Town there's a website I sometimes go to because it's the only place you can get anything about it's a yeah. chat room and I go in there every now and again really rarely now but when I do, it's the same fucking people, right? Just arguing with each other. It's like some people have got nothing else in their lives almost, and they're just angry. And, and it's it's nothing. Uh, I, I understand how that can hurt, and, and it had hurt me too. Like so, I kind of get it. But these fucking people, they don't deserve it. I mean, you, you have had a yeah. look at your look at the life that you have had. Do you know what I mean? You've grown up in humble beginnings. With an older brother or two telling you you couldn't shoot with your left foot, yeah, one you know, you you have not only have you played like all around the world and scored and mate. Right, the thing is, right? There's people that have scored goal. Like Gary Lineker was a great goal scorer, yeah. obviously. You were a great goal scorer. But you scored great goals as well. Your goals came from everywhere. There were headers, there were volleys, it was front post, it was back post, it was a dribble, it was lifting it over one guy's head this way, that way, that way, there were chips. What am I leaving out? There was there were left foot, right foot, it was everything. You scored from everywhere, didn't I, you? I didn't score on goals. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Should've scored on goals. Yeah. If you're scoring goals, score on goals as well. But 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 mate, yeah. honestly, you had an amazing career. You were you, you were someone that connected with people that were watching the game that were a neutral watching that game. So I was a neutral watching watching you play. And I, I connected with you. I was like, fuck it. I, th- I think most fans, I think, would have, uh, that era would have been like, I'd like him to play for us. Because you didn't just play the game and score the game, but you you, you, you were able to kind of, um, uh, what would the word be? You were able to express it, the, the passion. It, it, kind of, it was visible. You know what it was, Matt? I'll tell you it what it was.
4: About. What, what it, I was quite it was unique. bloody horrible. No I mean, yeah. you <laughs> know it what? was
0: unique for the time, though. It was, though. You, it yeah, was yeah, unique.
4: <laughs> what it, what it, I think that what I what I learned, and I learned it pretty early, and it's not twee, and I'm not saying it to suck up or anything. But the game is about the fans and entertaining the fans. Bruce Reek only said one thing to me that I could take, that I could, that I could take, that I, that I'll, that I'll tell you now, and that is, and David Ralcastle said it's all about the fans. Mm. That's yeah. what he used to say, Bruce Reek said. When you play any football match, people and, and Ian Wright, you should let them leave and say, "I saw Ian Wright play today." You know, know what, what I mean, you. and he didn't disappoint me. That's 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 what Bruce Rio said to me, and I'm glad I had that ethic leading into that. But when he said that, I think every football player should um, mm. should have that because a you know lot of I mean? people don't get they don't, it. They don't get but it. But you don't get you
0: it. you had it, and and this is why. Um, this is why you cut through. This is why brands like Nike, in the early days of, of endorsement and, and athlete endorsement, you were a Nike athlete. Um, and this is why, when you finished playing, you went straight into, you know, mainstream TV like primetime TV. Big mistake. Was it? I didn't like it. Really?
4: You know, I mean, it's great for the um, for the time because I interviewed some of great some yeah, great huge, athletes, names. huge names, Denzel Washington, Will Smith. people like that Um, you know Mariah Carey and all all these people but I should have been doing my badges that time whether I wanted to be a manager now or not but (laughs) I had an agent you know what I mean some very bad agents Jerome Anderson um, and Jeff Weston and I think they they didn't do the best job for me Um, I'm a football person I should have been in and around football but they they chased money and they they chased the fact that you know just coming out and with the personality, I could do something like that. But it's one of the biggest regrets that I have really? is doing the doing the television stuff because I just <clears throat> should have been concentrating on doing football. Could have met who I don't know. Could have been a manager. Mm. Could have been a coach. You know, it's very precarious, a very precarious profession because mm. people lose their jobs very quickly. And you know, we could it's a whole different different old debate about black managers and whatever, but. You know, sometimes I sit back and I think, I wonder if I could have managed a bunch of lads to do something. When you watch, you watch someone like Claudio Ranieri, what he's done with Leicester, yeah. the ultimate story. You know, could I do something like that? Mm. You know, what I mean, could I end up managing a, a team and, and be a manager? Of, and you know, I missed out on that, and I and I look back on the television, uh, television time. I don't have too many regrets, but if I could change something. I wouldn't do the television. No, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it because, you know, I mean, it did tap. I did need my personality for it to work for me, but it was very hard work. I didn't really like doing it deep down, but it was very exciting mm. um, meeting meeting all those people. Mm. But if I could have had my time again, I don't regret any of my football career. Mm. But I, in that respect, the television, I do. I do. Yeah. I, do I regret her.
0: that's really interesting. Um, but I, I mean, I can absolutely see why. Uh, TV wanted you, and and why there was money there for you to do it, and for people to you know help coerce you into that, or or sell you into that, and and to go down that path. Because you do have a a, a charisma that's that, that's undeniable. You know, like when we we do a lot of stuff with Ball Street, and um, we've I've done a lot of stuff with Talksport as well. we have been around lots of athletes, former athletes, and. You know, c- quite frankly, there's there's no one really that's got I think the presence that you kind of have. Like you, you do light up a room, um, you know, in a, in a positive way. And you know, uh, um, it's true, isn't it? And and, yeah. and and I think that the you know we're delighted to have you. We're delighted to have you as a part of a part of um, Ball Street. Um, you know, you, you're someone that I look up to, and, and certainly I'll be taking fatherly advice advice on how to be a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as I know that. take
4: that bonnet you're in first take
0: that
4: out. No, no, if it's a little boy hopefully he doesn't see that
3: to be fair there's been a lot of stick aimed at that bun in the is office it? and you haven't just bought behind my back no I think Jessica's quite <laughs> open Jessica's
4: <laughs> no, you know quite open you, you, you're speaking very nicely and I really appreciate it but the bun, the bun, you're not feeling that Ah, uh, you know what I mean, I'm I'm not folically blessed. It's Envy. It's maybe Bon Envy. Yeah. Yeah. My, my experience is that women quite like it. Well, well it's, I don't you know, Zlatan... Yeah. Gareth Bell That's right, yeah. Bex. On out of it. Three amigos. Bex, Bex. Kicked it, Bex kicked it off, didn't he? Bex did he? was the first person I saw with yeah. Yeah. yeah, but when you got his I face, saw he saw him do you want. I saw him do a by He probably friends. has, yeah. He
0: probably did do
3: Maybe it. a good way to round off this uh, epic podcast. Uh, Righty, yeah. thank you so much for giving us so much time. Yeah, it's late and I'm. Uh, yeah, thank you, Michael. I, I was expecting half an hour, 20 so minutes, so half an hour. What are At least an hour and a half. It's been absolutely superb, and and, and I want to give this to you. I'm not sure that this will mean anything to you, but my old man uh, brought me up to be staunch Tottenham and and, and to to hate Arsenal Mm. with every fibre in my being, so much so that he thought, let's live in Holloway amongst all of the Arsenal fans on earth and and really let you grow amongst all this hate. So so he did that for me, and then he said, why don't you go to school in Ivy Grove? Uh, right next to Hyrie, uh, you know, during the time when Tottenham were awful and he's never said anything good about Arsenal at all but one, one of the things he did say was that um, Ian Wright one of a striker
4: thank you very much man yeah, that's a it. wonderful thing yeah, really that's true that. that's absolutely true I really appreciate that player.
3: no problem um, my dad's going to hate me for saying that but it's
4: really, really <laughs> true
3: that's true that, yeah. okay thank you so much for uh, downloading the Bull street podcast remember to leave a review if you don't leave a good review after this I, I don't even yeah. know who you are I don't, I don't want
0: you to listen to the we're, we're going to go now we're going to spend all night trying to talk right into tweeting it for us <laughs> <laughs>